And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. edition of the Hagman Hagman Report. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios. Truly television. Right here in Northwest Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. So, uh, Angelina Jolie gets questioned by the FBI over the child abuse charges, Brad Pitt, uh, regarding Brad Pitt for four hours. Let me get this straight. The FBI interviews Angelina Jolie for four hours over child abuse charges related to Brad Pitt. Now, contrast that with the FBI interviewing Hillary Diane Rodham, the yak, Clinton, the yak is back. It's just because of my mood. For three and a half hours. <clears throat> I almost, I'm almost i starting to sound like Hillary, right? What's right. up? What's up with that? That's what I want to know. What's up? And, and I'm, you know, look, I, I, I have sat in on, um, FBI in, uh, uh, interviews before, which being interrogated? Not quite. No, no, okay. no. But, uh, <clears throat> in fact, one, uh, huge theft and conspiracy theft case that I worked. Um, <clears throat> I watched this one guy being interviewed, uh, I think the interview started like at 9.30 in the morning and went through 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So however many hours that is, but, uh, you know, the time flies. Believe me, time goes quickly when you're in one of those rooms. But so, so just Not my contrast. Question. Well, yeah, I suppose it's, it's a relative, right? So, so <clears throat> just so, just so I have this right, Angelina Jolie interviewed by the FBI for four hours. Hillary Clinton, 30 years of criminality. Three and a half hours. Yeah, okay, folks. So proud to be broadcast by Global Star Radio Network. It's the place to be. You can watch us live and by archive as, as well on our YouTube channel. Just go to hagmanandhagman.com. Choose your broadcasting or listening venue, I should say, or hagmanreport.com, and, and there um, you'll find news information and analysis. By the way, I wrote... And we're, Joe and I are going to be talking about this. I, I wrote a, I wrote my latest, which uh, it should be offensive to a lot of people. I do suspect, just judging by the responses I'm getting right now, it's, people are, are people are hating on me. People are hating on me for what writing what I wrote. How dare they? Um, Joe and I are going to talk about this because he's. I said, "Would well, you know? Do you read it? Yeah. Do you agree with it? Some of it." I said, well, you tell me which, which part you don't agree with. And, and he started telling me, I said, no, wait, because we're going we're gonna to talk this out over the show or during, during the show. Steve Quayle is going to be joining us at 8 or in hour number 2, I should say, along with Ross Powell in hour 2, talking about the economy, world economy. And then in hour 3, it's going to be Steve Quayle alone and unplugged. I talked to Steve for a couple of hours today, and we had such a, we had, we had a great conversation. Um, 
trust me when I tell you it's you're going to want to stick around for this this show tonight. Maybe the last time he comes on the show um, before the presidential election. You don't want to hear it? Turn us off. That's all I got to say. Sorry. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not sorry. So that's the schedule for tonight's show. Uh, so, I, I, folks, I, go to HagmanReport.com. And you can, you can share this. I, I also posted it to Facebook. And I think some people are like, you know, saying, ah, I don't like this guy anymore. And Twitter, I think, I'm, whatever. It's up there. So, it's, here's the deal. Just very quickly, uh, I'll just, we'll spend a little bit of time on this and just very quickly and then we'll go back to, uh, hitting what's, without the other important aspects of things. But, uh, if I can find it on my own web, or if I can get to my own website here. You put it up for me? Oh, okay. What, is it on the screen? No, I, I can't see the screen. That's alright. Okay. So, alright. Well, hang on a minute here. Why can't I even see my own website? All right, there we go. So, Joe and folks, um, here's my position. Wait a minute. I lost my website again. No, hold on, folks. I'll get to this. I'll get my act together. Um, Yesterday, our website um, didn't go down, but was um, it had something happen to it where the... When you would go to Hagman Report, if you had a bookmark, or if you typed it in on the URL bar, it took you to a, a Google search page. Right. That that was intentional. That by the ISP who said, "Guess what? I mean, yeah, we're getting a thousand this morning, a second. Uh, after I woke up and and opened my computer and was looking at some things, I went to see if the website was was back up, and I got the Google page again, and I immediately called my dad and said, "Hey, you know what's going on?" And I had to clear my my browsing history and cache. And the website came back up for me. So if people are still having problems, yeah, just uh, um, dump your cookies or yeah, clear out your cookies and chunks. Try right? again, um, whatever. And you know I what I mean. I had a few computer issues, and my email hasn't been working the last few days. I couldn't even get Outlook to open. I spent forty-five minutes on the phone with Microsoft support today, and so it finally fun. was finally was fixed. Don't know why it didn't work or what the reason was that it uh, wouldn't open. It, it kept giving me an incompatible um, program error message. But well, thankfully right. it's it's working again, and the website's up again. And, uh, again, if you need to, and, and you keep getting the Google page, clear your cookies. And that should bring clear your history, browsing history, and that'll, that'll fix it. All right. Um, for some reason, I'm having some issues here, but, I, okay. So here's what I wrote earlier today after talking with Steve. Will you choose life or death in this election? Our decision will define our Christianity and decide our fate. Decide our fate. I'm okay with it. I'm good. Thank you, Brian. Now, it's my, and I write this, and I'll just skim it very quickly. It's just my intent to be very simple, to be blunt, because in my views, the truth is always simple. Additionally, the blunt leaves no, being blunt leaves no room for misunderstandings. Although it certainly galvanizes people when choosing sides on a particular issue. And folks, what I've seen is this election has galvanized, has, has been the, the, the reason behind Christians breaking fellowship with one another, 
with families being really torn apart ideolo- uh, ideologically. So, now, I've, I've talked to people who's, who have had family members saying, don't call me anymore. Seriously. <clears throat> Over a presidential election. Yeah. And I write, and I wrote this, and here are my words, I am fed up with self-professing conservatives and even more fed up with self-described Christians, and especially Christian leaders, folks, who refuse to cast their vote for Trump. Notice I didn't say who are voting for Hillary, just who refuse by default or deliberate intent to vote for Trump because of their Christian beliefs. At least in my view, that's the public reason they use. But in my view as well, it is merely a pretext to to excuse their failures to man up, stand up, and rise up when given the chance. You see, Christian leaders, conservatives have been sellouts, have been wimps, have been spineless snowflakes for too long. That's my that's my statement. We have been tolerant, too tolerant for too long. We don't have a problem with intolerance in this country. We've got a problem with tolerance. And the minute that men begin acting like men, you've got the metrosexual snowflake, spineless jellyfish wimps out there seeking their safe spot, safe space. Well, to the Christians who say, I'm not, I, I can't, you know, it's a crisis, crisis I consciously, I cannot consciously vote for Trump. To the Christians out there listening to me, it is my personal opinion that you are nothing more than sanctimonious fools. Ah, that's right, you heard me right. Because what's the alternative? You gonna write me in? <laughs> Good luck with that. You're going to write Eric the Tech in? You're going to write Joe in? You're going to write yourself in? Are you going to write, wait a second, are you going to vote third party, fourth party, libertarian? What are you going to do? In See, the system is where it's at because of people like this. 20 million evangelicals did not vote the last election. And even more previous elections... Because they were following their conscience. How in the hell do you think we got to where we're at? It's because of, again, you sanctimonious fools. That's my view, my words, not, and you don't have to, I'm not talking to our audience because our core audience here. No, no, no. And if, if you, if you disagree with me, you, please disagree with me. That's fine. I just want, Everyone to be clear on where I stand, and I think that there's, a, I think the intellectual aspect of this, I think it's important for for Christians to to come together. I really do, and conservatives to come together, and Christian conservatives to come together, and make a stand right now. Because if we don't make a stand right now, then then frankly, we're never going to stand for anything together. And by the time we make that decision, it's going to be gone. Our country is going to be gone. The idea, it's already gone. America's not America anymore. That's, that's all, you know, and we could, we'll talk about that with Steve Quayle, uh, uh, in our, and when he comes on, but that's my personal feeling. I have seen, it's unfortunate, Joe, I've, I've seen 
Christians break fellowship. I've seen conservatives uh, uh, just abandon the abandon everything. I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't possibly vote for Trump. Well, then you know what? You, you're going to get what you get, and what you're going to get is a baby killing communist sympathizing communist Muslim uh, facilitating misogynist in the White House and I'm talking about uh, about Hillary Diane Rodham the witch Clinton occultist that's what you're going to get you do that that's what you're going to get so don't complain and moan when you get what you get and that concludes my opening statement um, there's an interesting article um Two interesting articles, um, both talking about the same thing. One from a, a journalist perspective, how Clinton campaign's anti, uh, anti-Catholic agenda has sparked pushback from, uh, local church leaders. And, um, there are a number of different sides to the story, or not sides, but viewpoints. And, um, the story from the New American talks about how George Soros is the single most influential donor to dissident and anti-Catholic organizations, and now learned from the WikiLeaks what has been long, long suspected: John Podesta has been the most influential point man running the anti-Catholic offense for Soros. Together, they have sought to manipulate public opinion against the Catholic Church. Clinton provided evidence of her belief when she gave a speech to women at the World Summit in New York City in April 2015, saying far too many women are still denied critical access to reproductive health care and safe childbirth, which she's talking about as abortion, and the laws we've passed don't count for much if they're not enforced. Rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will, and deep-seated cultural codes religious beliefs and structural biases have to be changed and here obviously she's talking about uh, with, with the cultural codes and religious beliefs meaning we have to adapt to her way her evil way of, of thinking and you know turn that into law and change the uh, foundation of our Christian belief system to adapt to her the way she wants to do things well, Donald Trump came and spoke out recently about the way Hillary Clinton has treated Catholics and evangelicals, saying uh, that she has treated them so poorly that they shouldn't even vote for or even consider vote for consider voting for. She's been terrible, Trump says, in what she said and her thoughts towards Catholics and evangelicals. Uh, this was in, with an interview with Catholic Eternal World Television um, today. That's frankly, and folks, you've seen that. You're familiar with that channel. Um, EWT. And Trump continues, frankly, if any Catholic votes for Hillary Clinton, I would say if I were a Catholic, I would not be talking to them anymore. Hmm. Trump told the world over host Ramondo Ayaro, she was mocking evangelicals also. And, and there you have it, the, the, the mocking, and, and that's important and then too. Wiki, there's to WikiLeaks emails between Clinton's staff and herself that show these different biases that she has uh, we read through, we talked about emails yesterday and I posted this on the website today about how the uh, Clinton ad- administration and the State Department wanted to uh, make sure that they did not 
they wanted to put Asians and Arabs in top positions of power from, uh, you know, uh, second tier chief of staff positions and other important positions at the, in the top federal levels. But they wanted to make sure the Arabs that they put in were not Christian. And they pointed out how many Lebanese, uh, Arabs are Christian. And they wanted to stay away from that, making sure that they were, uh, Muslim instead. And, uh, there have been other emails that have been released that they, they do mock, uh, Christian beliefs and, you know, Catholic and Christian beliefs. And, um, if you go to the Hill, you can find Trump, um, his comments in the article that do take out and show some of the, the emails, uh, and some of the quotes. Um, and they're pretty bad. I mean, um, they, they show a hostility towards religious, uh, institutions, particularly Catholic and Christian religion. Kellyanne Conway, Trump's campaign spokesman, said, We call on Hillary Clinton to apologize and to fire the staff who have engaged in this vicious anti-Catholic bigotry. Uh, Dozens of religious leaders have signed a statement calling the comments demeaning and troubling. Podesta's refusal to rise to any objection makes him equally party to this bigotry, uh, the writer added. And you know that's right on, right on the money. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. Enough said. Look, look the, th- this uh, is this is prep. This really is prep for what's coming. It's the it's the pro-Muslim and, and folks. Remember, well, if you've studied history, remember the post-war era here, post-World War II era in the United States. Remember. When McCarthy pointed out how the infiltration through the Department of State, the State Department at the time of the communist, the, the, the red infiltration, many people have made fun of that. Have, have even today they use McCarthyism. They use McCarthy as a verb, um, or I'm sorry, as, a, as an adjective. Uh, you know, McCarthyism, an ism, and and, and many movies and, and many people were were were. Um, had been made fun of and mocked the McCarthy hearings, which are separate or separate from the House on American Activities Committee meetings. But you know, apply those standards: the communist infiltration of the post-war America into uh, apply those same standards uh, to the Muslims infiltrating this particular administration or mm-hmm. regime. It's the same template. It's the same level of infiltration. Believe me, it happened in post-war U.S., uh, post-war America, post-World War II America, and that's happening today, post-9-11. And with we're looking infiltration. at Hillary Clinton with her comments about, and her staff, you know, the way that they talk about evangelicals, abortion, uh, you know, the anti-Catholic stuff, the anti-religious stuff, the, the yep. religious bashing. Um this is a dic- a dictator uh you know if she becomes the president she would become basically and this this author lays it out great they say uh she believes in using the power of government to force societal change since society is comprised of people she is also saying that the government can and must be used to change people's belief systems by force yep. or by threat of force since she's running for president of the United States, she presumably envisions herself but, but, as just the listen, person to lead to the revolutionary effort. Change their belief systems mm-hmm. and their by right. force. 
yeah. or threat of force, but change their belief systems. Vice presidential candidate Tim Kaine a few weeks back made a statement that the Catholic Church would have to adapt the law of America's uh, homosexual marriage law, adapt to it, or for be faced with the uh, uh, penalty of the IRS or forced out of the country. He even said that, and that didn't get a lot of traction um, back when he first made those remarks, and I, I've seen a few things about it recently. Right. But um, this just shows you the mindset of uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, Tim Kaine, and as we just said, you know, by threat of force, changing societal's belief, changing the whole uh, structure, the foundation of the Christian faith by saying you either are going to change your policies to align with our agenda or you're not going to be a part of this country anymore, it, which it, is just it, completely totalitarian in nature and um, the exact opposite of anything that uh, we look at in this country as free freedom or associated with liberty. Um, this is just, you know, political force by by will, uh, yep. and that's that's what it is. Uh, switching gears here, I want to go to. Hang on, I, I want to point out this real quick. Okay. Uh, although Kane, uh, Tim Kane, and I find his last name interesting. Just think about that Kane, oh, yeah. Kane and Abel reference. But well, then you look at the two Clinton Kane and then Trump Pence with the Trump. Trumpets, kind of. Yeah, yeah. People have yeah. pointed that out, and it does give it a more I, spiritual level yeah, of a, a yeah. understanding. Whatever, right? But Kane uh, canceled a, a, a rally in Florida, of course. His last rally. rally. Yeah, his last rally got like 50 people. But it, it, folks, Hillary Clinton had a two-person meeting with the head of elections in Broward County in Florida. We talked this about night. this yesterday. Right. Um yeah, uh, I just want to reinforce this. What is she doing? I mean, what is she doing? No, 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 I don't think we did talk about this yesterday. Yeah, I mentioned it. I got the story here. It was at the the very beginning of the show. Um, I thought the maybe was it was today. Two, no, no, it was, no, no, it was today. It was meeting. two days ago. Um, no, no, we're still talking about two different things here. I, no, no, no. The the okay, the Broward lady County? Broward County. Yes. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay, it's my my mistake. Sorry. And All right. she, and I think uh, Infowars pointed this out, and there was another uh, publication that pointed this out, and I don't know where the article went, but, um, yeah, she met with the head of the Elections Commission in Broward County. Which is Brenda Snipes. That's right. Yeah, and we did, boy, everything runs together. Yeah, um, and um, some are calling that meeting unethical. Oh, it's, Others it's, it's are all saying unethical. it's illegal. Uh, it's arguably illegal as well. Um, but I'm sure they were just talking about the grandchildren and golf, reminiscent <laughs> of the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and, but but Flor Floridians make your complaints to the the secretary or the uh, uh, inspector general's office or the secretary of state of Florida. I would really do that if you live in Florida and listening to this, because there's no reason for any candidate at all should be meeting personally with the head of the elections in any county for any reason. And especially no. just a one-on-one meeting. No. no, that's not. That's a big no. No, no, no. That's right. But so, you know, the mainstream media is not going to cover it, and um, people aren't going to ask questions because you know that's what they do. They lie, they cheat, they cover up, and they have the whole power of the government and media 
industries to to hide their crimes and to cover up their lies and to twist and manipulate the truth and you know basically um change the perception of what is what is right and what is wrong um we only have a few minutes before Switch the gears, break yeah. Yeah. i wanted to get into this the potential of hillary clinton being using a green screen during rallies in Coconut Creek, Florida. So we'll do that after the break. Yeah, folks, think about that and body doubles. What do you think about this? I see. I don't. We. This is something we've been looking at behind the scenes um, for the last few weeks. There's been at least three instances where that I've seen that people are calling it out as uh, just like a phony setup where she's talking. There's a green screen behind her, and then superimposed behind her is a crowd, but, but the crowd's not really there. I don't know. And if you that. watch these videos, especially the last one, the speech she gave in Coconut Creek, Florida, on ten twenty-five, right? Um, there is an obvious visual difference between her and the people around her. Her color, the color of her clothes, the shadows. Uh, you know how there's people who are who are experts in Photoshop and man, I've learned so much about chroma keys. Uh, yeah, there's and Eric the tech, and you can follow him at Real Tech Eric. Sorry on Twitter. I don't Real know tech why. Eric. I don't know why I've got this block. Real Tech Eric on Twitter. Follow him. He's got some good stuff. But he he pointed this out. But blonde hair is really hard to work with. I guess on a green screen. But uh well, yeah, what do you think about what do you think about the uh the potential for CGI effects or whatever? Well I I think that they are much further along and than we body doubles. The CGI effects are much further along than than we understand. You know, we see uh from the different terrorist attacks and potential false flag terror attacks, people pointing out different you know, things that are inconsistent. Um, you know, from the Boston bombings, Doc Marquis does his whole he has a whole part of his website. Called, by the way, yeah, I I heard that earlier. Okay, um, that he dedicates to showing the inconsistencies of you know from medical traumas to these different things. But how much manipulations? I mean, are we at the point where whole news stories can be invented on a computer, shown to you as that though they were real, and we believe them without any questions asked because you know we don't know any different. Um, just like a movie, you know, people might think it's a movie if they didn't know that people had the ability to make things like that. We're going to be right back with our segment two right after this. Afterwards, Steve Quayle and Ross Powell will be joining us. Steve Quayle for the rest of the show. Stay with us. I like to report. Uh, I was victimized by some uh, haters. Uh, some, uh, yeah. I'm a hello nine one one. I'm a journalist. Uh, I'm actually a snowflake posing as a journalist, and I, I like to follow a report that I've been victimized at the hand of some Trump supporters. They chanted mean things at me, like CNN sucks, <laughs> and they they they've been calling us names. Me and my crew, they've been calling us prostitutes. There's got to be a law against that. Can you send a car over here right away, please? Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? 
want to jump in with Greenovative. Wait, Greenovative. Breaking news, Greenovative. Folks, go to Greenovative. It's a small company in Florida created the GMAG. Unless, is there an earthquake? Is there a fire? No. Did I hurt your feelings? Mm. This right. has to do with the verdict from the Bundy brothers and five others from the Meyer Wildlife Refuge. Okay, the verdict we'll, was we'll given. About, we'll talk about Green Innovative later. We'd, folks, just go to Green Innovative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on the link to Green Innovative. Folks, the, the GMAG battery recharger, they're selling out, and you need to get it as soon as possible. Okay? You don't need sun. You don't need wind or a hand crank with these battery chargers and the chargers of your cell phone. All you need is a little bit of ordinary table salt, two tablespoons or teaspoons, and a little water. And bang, there you go. You can charge up to six double uh, A, triple A batteries off the grid anytime, any weather, day or night. The Super G Mag charger has an indefinite shelf life. Just all you need to do is replace the magnesium power pucks after about twenty or so uh, uses. No moving parts. Strong. It's it's the the it's one of the greatest little tools. Eight ounces it weighs. It's one of the greatest little tools I've ever seen. Absolutely required for your bug out bag and for your preps. That's Green Evative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on Green Evative or search. It's very simply just search for Green Evative or the GMAG battery recharger. You'll know it when you see it. Don't accept any imitations. I think there might be some out there. Alan Riggs has got the patent on it. It's great stuff. So, okay, now, now we can go with the breaking news. There's a fire in the studio, right? No, the uh, Bundy Ranch. That's right. The Bun- Ammon Bundy and his brother Ryan Bundy, as well as five other people involved in the anti-federal government occupation of the Mar National Wildlife Refuge, have been found not guilty of conspiring to impede federal workers from doing their jobs, including Ammon and Ryan Bundy. A jury found all seven remaining occupiers not guilty of all charges, except for one charge that is yet to be disclosed. Ryan and Ammon Bundy were leaders of the six-week standoff in Oregon, along with several other members, also found not guilty of possessing firearms in a federal facility. Yeah. One thing that's interesting from the um, verdict, um, supporters claiming that Ammon Bundy's attorney, Marcus Mumford, was tased in court by federal marshals. KATU reported that Mumford was in U.S. Marshal custody after being Allegedly tackled for yelling that Bundy was free to go following the announcement of the verdict. Wait, wait a second. He was tackled? Some, they say tased and tackled. Wow. So apparently tased the and Bundy's in the, uh, are in but martial tickled. custody and I'm not sure when their release will be, but that's a, a big victory, uh, for the folks out in Oregon and the Bundy family. Very interesting. And, and this was uh, in federal court, right? <laughs> Um, obviously, yeah, facing federal charges, yep. federal court. Very interesting. I wonder how the media is going to is going to respond to that. Uh, in, in Remember, the these guys were terrorists, and, right? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's and it's interesting because we weren't at the at the at the trial. We didn't see any trial footage. You've got to be at the trial really to understand, in my view, to to really get the to understand or to to be able to talk with any degree of authority on issues like this. I would have, I really would have liked to have seen that, that, that trial. Yeah. There. Yeah. And see, see what evidence was introduced. Uh, was this kind of a runaway jury or, you know, was this a, a jury nullification? Jury, I, don't, I, don't, I would know. bet it was a jury nullification type situation. Folks, uh, and, and see this, 
these are signs, in my view, these are signs and symptoms. Things like this in the face of rebellion or in the face of, of, of uh, oppression. You know, I don't care for Michael Moore as a person or as anything. I don't Michael Moore, the, the producer. Oh. Wait, no, wait a second. No, Joe's telling don't, don't tell me off screen. Well, I didn't want you to go well, on No, screen. no. Michael Moore, when he was talking about... That video was cut from his anti-Trump so that, interviews. So I, I, got, I, got, I got played on that? From what I understand, that was him. He was not endorsing Trump. Well, was, no, he wasn't endorsing Trump. He was saying a vote it, for Trump is a big F.U. to okay, the system. From what I understand, there was a video released that Which appeared was true. to show an interview of Michael Moore supporting Trump. No, no. This is when he was sitting on on a stage. Did he have a San Francisco hat on? I think so. That was that. That was. I'll headed. have to double check. I believe and this, it was, folks, yeah. is why it's important to vet your news before your time. No, because I went. I, I was looking at that yesterday, and well, I came across some information that said it was. Um, you know, people were commenting and saying, "Yeah, it, so what? It was cut together. The person did it. You know, so well." And actually, I agree with the guy. I was say well, that, that's yeah. that's just it. Yeah, what what he really said in the context that he said it wouldn't. Okay. He wouldn't agree. Uh, we'll with have it. to find the actual original and, and the, that kind of demonstrates too. Talked about. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you called me out on that because that that demonstrates. Um, you go through look, look at the fast and furious nature of the news, uh, the headlines, and now the one thing that we are not when we won't get played on or I certainly won't get played on uh, just still putting together all the Podesta emails and, and going through I'm about finished with the, the what the 17th number 17 uh, email dump with all of the attachments and connecting the dots on this but uh, but it's interesting to point this out where we're getting inundated with the headlines and the news. You're, you're seeing things like, uh, and before the break, you were talking, we need to, we need to talk about the, the green screen effect. Okay. We, uh, and, and we need to talk about body doubles and such. And I think it's important intellectually to address this. Go on. Um, audio purportedly capturing director Michael Moore endorsing Donald Trump was taken out of context no, okay. for Moore's no, latest this is, film. This is the wrong thing. No, but you. when he did say a Trump victory would be the biggest F That's what I'm referring to. He did say to that. ever recorded in human history, but I don't know if even that was cut together. Um, I don't care if if he if he said that statement. He also said uh, he Michael nailed. Moore to Trump voters. You're legally terrorists in Rolling okay, Stone well, interview. That's yeah. That's uh, all right. So, it, it, the, <laughs> Eric the Tech. He's a special breed. I don't know you folks. I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah, it, it, indeed. All right, folks. What do you think about the green screening effects? What do you think about uh, uh, what do you think about the appearance of? Hang, hang, hang on. I, apparently, uh, there's a coup. There's been a coup. Uh, are, are we are we off of camera? Oh, see, Jackie's bringing Joe his supper. Apparently, All yeah, right. I got a little, little Jackie's tea. first day. Yeah, that's right. Jackie's first day uh, is tomorrow on the Hagman and Hagman Report, folks. Her first day. Let's, studio audience, let's have a round of applause for my daughter, Jackie. Yeah, all 300. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, anyway. No, but really, the, uh, the green screen thing. Let's, let's talk uh, about this. Let's address this. Uh, according to Now the End Begins, they have a, a Jeffrey Greider wrote an article, Crooked Hillary holds phony rally with pretend background people via green screen 
And they have the video there. It's uh, if you just go to nowthenbegins.com and it's I think it's the third article. Um Crooked Hillary campaign used a green screen at today's uh low Well Eric, can you put that back up again? Okay. And Eric's got it up on YouTube and it says when you first watch this video of Crooked Hillary's speech from yesterday in Florida you will see some amazing things. First, you will see a background section that is in 2D and not 3D, like a projected image on a wall would look. Secondly, when you see anyone steps in front of the background, there appears a darkened halo around them. Why would that be? Well, that happens to be called green screen technology, and in this case, poorly done green screen. Hillary Clinton's Coconut Creek, Florida speech, apparently... um, was using a green screen. They say start watching the video at the one hour and three minute mark to see where Hillary starts speaking. They go on to list other clues. Um, one of the things I noticed is that the people who are behind her don't seem to be looking at her. They're looking around. Some of them are looking on the side a lot of the times. And another thing, this came out in a previous Hillary speech when the camera from behind is looking at Hillary at the podium. There are people holding their phones and cameras up. When you look in what is in the cameras and in the phones, you don't see Hillary Clinton. In fact, you don't even see the same background. All right. For, for those watching us on live on YouTube, the video is, or the uh, screen capture is up. On, and we'll leave it up for a while. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's, you so can just the, search this on YouTube. Yes. So, and then there was an Eric in the article. There's a tweet from an Eric Hassert. Clinton supporters began entering Broward uh, Broward College for Hillary Clinton early voting rally in Coconut Creek. Well, there's like ten, fifteen people there, Um, and there's a row. It looks like they were set to hold maybe fifty people, a hundred people in total. And if you, you look at the video of the speech, it looks like there's hundreds of people there. Well, they didn't even have the setup for that many people in the first place. So I do believe that there is trickery going on with Hillary Clinton and the cameras and uh, green screens. I've seen um, pictures, still pictures, from alleged rallies where Hillary Clinton's there, and there's a, a green, there's a crowd that's been superimposed around her because there's never been a crowd that big that has seen okay. Hillary Clinton. Okay, just a couple of slide. things, and, and folks, you can look at this as, as or if you're driving or if you're not, if you're listening <laughs> to this via, you know, uh, Global Star or BTR. Obviously, you can't see this. You can go, you can, you can go back to our YouTube uh, channel and, and, and see this picture. But, but here, a couple of thoughts. I I saw. Who is it from the Young Turks? What's his name? Sink, Sink or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. You know, from Sent? the Young Young, the yeah, from the Young Turks. Okay, mocking anyone questioning um, things like body doubles, which this is the body doubles are closely related to what we're talking about right now. That's the uh, CGI effect of of. of in the last hundred years, many of the world leaders did have body doubles. Correct, and on the record, but, but and and I think and look. You know, I had once spoken to somebody pretty high up in the intelligence world. Um, this is not this is not my source with within DHS, but actually closer to the White House. And he said, "Look, we plan for the deaths of presidents of dignitaries. You know, within so they they hold mock funerals. And yes, there are decoys that are used." Not, and I'm not talking about, uh, not used nefariously, but are used, 
in certain cases, and especially in diplomatic uh, overseas travels. And of course, I, I, you know, he didn't go into detail. So why is it so, and I'm just throwing this out there, why would it be so out of uh, the realm of possibilities here where we're being punked in both instances by Hillary Clinton's, by by the press, in in cases like the Coconut Creek, Florida situation, or even on 9-11 when she fell and came out of the apartment building, Chelsea's apartment, and looked like a totally different person. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like 50 pounds lighter. Right. Almost. So, uh, it, it's not just any one thing. What about her cough? Remember, she could, for a while, she couldn't speak, you know, string together like five words without coughing. And that suddenly cleared up. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these little things. Ever since her collapse on September 11th, um, it's not one thing, it's everything. Yeah. And, and there was an, even a video today of her, uh, Getting out of a van to go on onto a plane where the van parked like two feet away from this plant the the stairs on the plane, and you watch the video and you hear the audio. Well, can't you get any closer? Can't you get any closer? From I believe one of her supporters or aides, um, and she starts to walk up the stairs and she she stumbles a little bit, and on Drudge the headline was you know Hillary stum- stumbles and mumbles. And you see her mouth moving, and I watch that, and it looks like she's saying, you know, help me. As she gets towards the top of the plane, somebody comes out and grabs her umbrella and grabs her hand. And then there was a separate video of her walk, walking on a, on a street up a, a curb where she needed help to get up this curb, all eight inches or however big a curb is. Um, which you have to ask the question. There have been so many, um, things that we have seen from her indicating her health problems, not to mention the blood clot, the fall that she had, the concussion, um, and the continuation of those problems back from 2012, 2013. And it was a big deal two months ago, her health. And it seems like since she had her collapse, that that's went away. And I don't know why that is, because it still is a major issue she seems to only have bouts of energy that last, you know, for an hour, two hours, once or twice a week. She can't walk up the stairs hardly without help. She can't stand, you know, without being propped up. Remember pillows and pickles? <laughs> and and the other aspect of this is uh, her responding to allegations of uh, her health, as well as, for example, lumping her health allegations or whatever those might be in with the emails and yeah. and and saying that it's all the uh, or I don't have time for these conspiracy theories then then she collapses <laughs> you know so we in the alternative or I should say new media the the, the what I would, what I would term the true media are being mocked and ridiculed when we just merely ask questions, what's going on here? We, it's like just, September we just want 11th. the truth. That's all. Just give us the truth. It's like September 11th. Anybody who had a question that was outside of the government's narrative of events was a, a, a truther, and which was somehow a bad thing, and a conspiracy theorist for right. merely asking the question. Yeah, it, we are allowed to ask questions. In fact, questions are encouraged, I believe, Yeah, um, in a free society. It is the sunlight that uh, that maintains our freedom. 
but we are being lied to. I don't know what's going on with the CGI effects. Could it be something innocuous? It could be. Could it be? I mean, was she was she at that event? I I believe she was in Florida, Coconut Creek. I believe she was there, <laughs> or at least <laughs> if the other people were there. Or not. <laughs> I, well, I believe somebody that I believe that, that if not her herself, and somebody portraying her was there, and that there were people there. I just don't. I, I just don't know if if what we're seeing on the, on video is an actual portrayal of what really took place. I, I, I guess that's what I'm saying. And, and if not, why not? Why? And if, if we are being lied to at that level, then, my goodness, how far gone are we? I'm trying to make sense here, and I'm trying to be rational and reasonable. No, we're far on gone. We're far gone. I think it's worse than what we even understand. Um and I think that's one of the things, you know, uh-huh. when we think of World War Three, the potential for, you know, the, the next international conflict that could be devastating. We might not know what's real and what's not real. You know, they could, um, we'll say, have the Internet cut off, yet keep the three major news stations on TV. And they could give us images that they want us to see, um, that they've, you know, already prepared in a holiday. You know, many people will argue about the moon landing and they'll show takes from, you know, practice runs that were done in Hollywood studios that involve studio lights falling down. And, and, and but, but so these things aren't new. Tricks. I, I, I suspect that maybe they did have a studio and it, again, not for any nefarious reason, but perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps it was for other reasons, not nefarious reasons. I don't know. I mean, th- th- does the existence of a studio that would portray a moon landing, um, you know, being managed by the government, uh, does that automatically suggest, or is that suggestive that a moon landing didn't happen? I don't think so. We need when they evidence. lie about it, though, that makes it more suspicious. But then why again, not just tell the truth if it's well, not that big of a deal? It, and they're perhaps not national anything. security. I can see where if something went terribly, horribly wrong. Um, that being used maybe to I, I, I don't know I'd have to think that through but just the mere existence of having a studio like that to me doesn't does not is not suggestive that that it didn't happen it's suggestive of government manipulation or the possibility of government manipulation but it's not suggestive or definitive proof that it manipulation happened that's all I'm saying but with with this how much stuff, they paying you yeah, uh, yeah, there, there it is. You know, next, next I'll be, I'll be getting, uh, yeah, I'll be getting emails. Yeah, you're a show for that. No, I, I just want to be reasonable about all of this. That's all. Um, the evidence. And on the other hand, I, there's, there's, I, I find it very interesting when people say, and, and I've been seeing this a lot lately, no pictures, no story. Do you agree with that, ladies and gentlemen? If you're, if you're involved in some, a certain, Event, no pictures, no story. Do you agree with that? It depends. Or if there are no pictures, it doesn't have, it never happened. Because here, here's, here's my thinking. All right. If I'm, none of what, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. No, I agree with that. You're always, however, 
by, by automatically saying that if you don't have pictures, it, it never happened. Well, if you're driving, for example, I don't carry a cell phone. I, I don't carry a cell phone. I do not carry a Did you hear that? Why? Because I don't like them. And then when I'm driving, I don't want to be talking to anyone. Uh, I want to be tracked. That's right, Eric. Eric. Uh, at Real Tech Eric on Twitter. Yeah, I just, I don't want to be tracked. I, but, but how often do you have a camera? Uh, if you don't have a cell phone, if you see a, a if you see a holdup in your driving, we'll say, you're going to stop and take video of it with it with the cell phone camera if you don't have a camera. So, I mean, the whole idea is if you, if, if you did, if you are a witness of something, but you don't have video or pictures to it, then it didn't happen. That mindset to me, I don't agree with that at all. Do you, folks? That's all I'm asking. Um, although cameras are ubiqu- ubiquitous now uh, with with the cell phones, I agree that it's it's more than it's more possible than ever before to be able to film or capture on film or on uh, still images events. However, I don't think it's a deal breaker um, at all. Um, switching gears here again before the top of the hour break and we are joined by Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com and Ross Powell from survival401k.com Russian President Vladimir Putin made a statement today about the White House's uh, constant throwing of of his name in Russia in uh, interjecting them with the uh, trying to mess with the U.S. elections Putin slams claims Russia is meddling in U.S. elections as hysteria. And he slammed the rhetoric as hysteria today, claiming that Russia, uh, with claims that Russia had tried to interfere in the upcoming yep. U.S. elections by hacking U.S. political institutions, including the Democrats behind frontrunner Hillary Clinton. Russia has been accused of favoring uh, Donald Trump, the Republican candidate, who has praised Putin and called for better relations with Moscow over the more hawkish Clinton the number of mythical, dreamt-up problems includes the hysteria. I can't think of another word that has been broken out in the United States about the influence of Russia on the current elections for U.S. President, Putin said in a meeting. Does anyone seriously think Russia can somehow influence the choice of the U.S. people? Is the U.S. some kind of banana republic? The United States is a great, plow- a great power. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Putin said to laughter in the audience. Washington last week formally accused the Russian government of trying to interfere in the 2016 White House race by hacking U.S. political institutions, charges the Kremlin has repeatedly dismissed. He goes on to say that it's a lot easier to distract people's attention towards Russia, so-called hackers and spies, rather than deal with your own domestic problems. Mm. The Kremlin strongman, however, adopted a hard line against cyber attacks, saying these are unacceptable. But uh, Russian authorities slammed Washington for the unprecedented threats after U.S. Vice President Joe Biden told NBC this month that Putin would receive a message in response to the alleged hacking in the form of a retaliatory cyber attack designed to harass and embarrass the Kremlin's leadership. Yeah, it does seem like Russia is is being the obviously being painted as a bad guy. We're being set up, I, I believe, to doubt the legitimacy of our elections if if Trump is victorious, and if Hillary is victorious. I don't know what the outside of the antagonistic uh, uh, relationship. I don't know 
perhaps that'll that'll usher in a hot war with 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 Russia. I've heard way. speculation that within you know two years of her, if she does win, within two years of her being elected, that Iran would be um, attacked. Well, and that would be due to the lack the- of of the. Uh, uh, Rothschild central bank control system. There's no central bank in Iraq or in Iran. I'm sorry. Right. And they have had a target on their back for a long time now. And well, in the latest emails, Podesta said that uh, World War Three for mm-hmm. this generation is a done deal. Mm-hmm. The emails, the Podesta emails. Um, he also said he expected a terror um, from this this spring. An email released this spring. He said Hillary Clinton should not. I've used the phrase, or uh, we have ISIS right where we want them, and should not adopt the Clinton-Obama-ISIS strategy as it is a failure, he said. He also went on to say that he believes that there would be another terrorist attack that was ISIS-related between last or this spring and the election in November, and he said that would um, you know, ruin her campaign if she took that stand that we have ISIS where we want them, and then to turn around and have an, yep. an attack happen here in America before the election, which he said, you know, he believes absolutely that there would be. And then we saw that there was uh, those attacks at the mall in Minneapolis with the stabbing of the terrorists wearing a police uniform, the two dumpster bombs, one in Chelsea, one in New Jersey, uh, the three bombs, the one went off, or two went off, and the one was yes, uh, three, a series three of other ones or three bombs were taken off, so... Um, f- folks, if you want clemency by by Obama, he's he's pardoned more criminals uh, than I think the last ten presidents combined, ten or eleven. So uh, get your application out there. May I email your, your application to uh, uh, Red, uh, Obama. Never mind. Hey, if Clinton wins, they'll be for sale. Yeah, really. Yeah, actually, uh, Clinton uh, bumped into uh, to to Trump and said, "Pardon me," and Trump said, "I don't think so." We're going to be right back, folks. Hagman and the Hagman Report. Folks, you can follow us on our social networking, Hagman Report on Facebook, Twitter as well, at Hagman Report. Also, my own personal Facebook, Douglas Hagman. I've got uh, Twitter, my own personal Twitter, at HagmanPI. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for your belief and trust in us. As I had mentioned earlier, I was um, uh, I had the opportunity and the pleasure to speak with Steve Quayle at length today. One of the most intelligent men I know is Steve Quayle. No, that's not false flattery. That's just a matter of fact. Uh, by the way, if you go to if you go to if you go to our show description. The article uh, for the show in Hagman Report. There's a link to a very special offer for Steve's books. You can buy six of his books, six critical books, at a highly reduced price. A great deal, folks. It really is. Take advantage of it while they last, while he has the inventory. I know one person who's going to be getting that for Christmas, the six books. Not Eric, put your hand down. Put your arm down. Yeah. Eric, the text over there saying, oh, please. Anyway, Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com is, is in the house. He's with us and he's going to be talking along with Ross Powell from Survival401k. As you know, folks, what, we're 12 days away from the election. 
and uh, a lot of things can change on a dime. Now, that said, we are in a lot of trouble in terms of our economy. We need to protect and prepare ourselves. Without any further ado, I'm going to, let's bring on Steve Quayle, stevequayle.com, and Ross Powell from survival401k.com. Steve? Hi, Doug, and hi, Ross. Well, tonight's going to be a treat. The first hour, Ross is going to lay out his uh, information on where the economy is going financially and what people can do to protect themselves. Never, Doug, have I seen so much oblivion to what's uh, getting ready to overcome the markets. I believe, and Russell share immediately, that uh, you know we are being set up. There are no true markets anymore, only manipulations. There are are no uh, basis, there's no basis for true discovery on what something's really worth because basically we've got Houdini economics going on and everything is nothing but an illusion until you run out of money and can't buy anything like food or necessary items. So with no further ado, I'm going to bring on Ross. Hey, Ross. Hey, thanks, Steve and Doug and Joe. Thank you for having me on. Ross, the, the great the great economist, brother. Uh, thank you for joining us. Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Let's take it, Ross. Share what's really on sure. your heart and just take your liberty until you need a break. Oh, absolutely. Thank you again. So to your point, the markets are so manipulated and so overbought, and, and the only people that are really buying stocks today are the, <clears throat> the central banks around the, around the world. They have the Fed buying, and every time you see the market drop, you'll see them bounce. So back up at the bounce back up right around 1.30 Eastern time every day they're starting to tank. But the thing that's really interesting is in the last two weeks we've been looking at the, the, the trading data is that all three markets, the, the Dow, the, the, the NASDAQ, as well as the S&P 500, are trading in a very, very narrow range, which tells me that folks are just like waiting on the fence, finding out who's going to win. And, and, and so nobody really knows because they see the internal polling of inside the Hillary campaign and the Trump campaign know that Trump is, is kicking her butt. And hey, hey, Ross, Ross, let me stop you right there before we get too far down the road here. Uh, we're getting reports that your audio is really muffled, so if you can do something, uh, whether, I don't know, get closer to the... Um, well, let, let's go with it, and, and we'll see. If not, I'll stop you. Yeah, Ross, be closer to your mouthpiece. If you're using a cell, I think you're using a cell because something is wrong with your landline, but you're going to have to really watch the position of your mouth on the speaker because I can't, I couldn't hear him at all, Doug. Thank you. Um, sorry, it's, I thought it was clear. I'll give you some check. So, but can y'all hear me now better? You're still uh, not really. Wow. No, no, we just got a truck horn in the background. I'm not sure what that was all about. Ross, I, you know what, brother? Uh, yeah, we, you've got important information. We don't, I mean, so we don't want to miss any words. Um, if you want to call me back on my landline, we can try that again and see if that's working better. Yeah, let's do that, Doug, because okay. this is just let's not doable. Yeah. All right, Ross, stand by. We'll reconnect on the landline. Uh, do we have that, Joe? And if so, we need, okay, we don't have that. We don't have that number. Um, Oh, t- Todd, the Todd, Todd, our engineer, will take care of it. So, okay. So, until we get uh, Ross back, Steve, yeah, th- th- things are discombobulated. We talked earlier today, uh, fascinating stuff. Go ahead. Right. Well, I think what everyone needs to basically understand this is the believer's Dunkirk. Okay, this 
is the battle of their life. This is a battle for their children, their grandchildren. And as we're talking right now, Doug, I just got a, a thank you, Diana, sent me a breaking 9-11 with a plane-carrying Vice President nominee, Mike Pence, skidded off the run, uh, um, runway at LaGuardia, and the uh, fire department is basically using a two-alarm response. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me say this until we get Ross back. No power seized illegally ever surrenders illegally. There is not going to be a peaceful transition at this point outside, outside of a miracle from God. What Doug and I were talking about this morning is uh, I woke up with this on my heart today, and I want to share it right off the top, and we'll just, as soon as Ross is ready, we'll bring him back. The only way to stand in the evil day is to basically have taken a stand in the first place. And I've never seen so many weasel wording or weasel-like uh, statements coming out from, quote-unquote, the, evang- the evangelical community. So are we back, Ross? Yeah, Ross is back. I'm here. I'm here. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, back to my okay. landline. So it was... It was yeah, today, that's so I wanted way to Okay, awesome. Awesome. So what what I was beginning to tell you and I'm sorry you couldn't hear me is is that there was a lot of there's a lot of fed manipulation going on in a, on a daily and weekly basis and you can see and it's not just a fed it's also all the central banks around the world minus the the Chinese obviously and the Russians and a few others but what's happening is you can see that if you watch Wall Street over the last 2 weeks and been tracking a lot of data. They've been very much in a narrow range. Been a couple down days and a couple up days, but mostly in the last maybe five, six days, it's all been within a very narrow range, which tells us that everybody is waiting to see what happens. And so everybody's looking at the polls and reading the Gallup or the Rasmussen or the IDP or all these different polls. Everybody's got one, and they all stink, unfortunately, because all the all the all the polls are skewed, and it's coming out with WikiLeaks that that oversampling's been done and, and there's a lot of collusion within the, the mainstream media and so everybody knows that so inside Wall Street people that know the people that have the big money know what's going on and they know that Trump's way ahead with Hillary they don't use the polls uh, that publish it they have their own general polling so does Trump and one of my contacts saying that Trump's ahead by 17 points again that's internal polling and that's from a conservative think tank again you have to take that with a grain of salt but at the end of the day uh, the polls are, are just one other thing, and it's, many times it's a psychop. So you have to recognize the polls are used over history for many years that to do this in order to drive the cattle in a certain direction. So if you want to drive a cattle in a certain use a cattle prod or use other kind of horses and a whip to move them in certain directions, and that's what the mainstream media is doing, and they've proven they're inside of Hillary's camp. So the big thing about all this, and whether it's Trump or Hillary and we're all hoping for it to be Trump simply because of the, the sheer corruption that's been shined the light on. And I think, Steve, you're talking about it in the, in the third hour, is how the light has been shined on the, uh, on the corruption, and in the last days that will happen. So I think you're going to have a great discussion about that. But I just want to tell people, and I want to get into some more economics, but also want to talk about I'm more concerned about war than I am about economics for this show because it's, we're in a de facto state of war. With the Russians and Stephen, you and I talked about it last night. Yeah, uh, go on with that, Steve. If you want to address that first, and then Ross followed up. Uh, war, more concern. Well, wow. here's the deal. 
you know, we're, we're at a very, very uh, strange place because I want to make something clear to everybody. It's obvious things are going in and being positioned right now for war. I've been getting emails, Doug, and, and, and different forms of uh, contact information. And just like the story of the satellite that was shot out that was a weather satellite, that was not a weather satellite. That was a spy satellite. In the last couple of weeks, there's been at least three satellites that they're claiming were knocked out of orbit, and people are seeing the debris falling to Earth, okay? So we are in technically, we are at war right now. Remember this, ladies and gentlemen, it only takes a, a small spark, somebody at the wrong place at the wrong time pressing the wrong button, and right now where there used to be, let's say this, somewhat mutual restraint, there is no longer that restraint, okay? Uh, I, those of you in the Navy will understand a term, and the term is condi uh, condition zebra, and that basically means that prep for battle, and it's kind of like when uh, general quarters is called. Now, what's happening is to, to fill everybody in. This is not political rhetoric. This is not, uh, uh, how you say, just uh, bluster. Uh, maybe on our part, but it's not. We're in NATO, and NATO's moving all types of weapons, including nukes, onto, obviously, NATO's eastern flank. In the meantime, the point has already been taken that Syria is what many people believe to be the flashpoint. But before I went on the air with you, Doug, and I'll turn it over to Ross, you know, people don't understand that nuclear war can break out in Pakistan and India as fast as it can break out in the uh, Straits any place. Now, let me just read this because it's really important. Uh, basically, India and Pakistan are now engaged in heavy fighting in Kashmir. Egypt just stopped a ballistic missile fired from Yemen. Russian ships have entered the Mediterranean Sea. The Chinese are on the move in the Pacific. Things are heating up in several places. Just a matter of time when until the clash occurs, but it will. Now, I understand that Hawk just sent me an email, too. He was knocked off the air twice tonight. For the record, I can do nothing about my website. My website is being hacked and attacked as it had never has been before. A bunch of you are smart enough for sending me, saying to me, you know the time is close. I said, of course I know the time is close. I don't know, you know, what the trigger event is, but I will tell you this. Everybody's cocked and locked, and their fingers are starting to sweat, and when they basically uh, do the wrong move at the wrong time, everything changes. Now, we'll... Will God intervene? And, and, and the question I'll deal with in the third hour is, should he intervene based on the spineless jellyfishianity, that's my word, that has been represented and people voting for death who claim to be evangelical Christians. But let's not go there. Let's get back in, because uh, that's a whole another hour, but let's get back into the economy, because remember this, the money, those who control the money of the world absolutely have total control of the world, apart from the power of the living God, his redemption, and the living God acting in time and history. So again, I want to say this, I'll turn it right over to you, Ross. The only way to stand an evil day, and we are at that point, is to have 
basically taken a stand in the first place. Doug, uh, uh, Ross, you know, even when it comes to personal finances, I'm still getting, well, I won't have my IRK or 401k, uh, what will I be retiring on? And I said, I pray it's not a, dash, uh, a diet of mushroom clouds, ignorance, and a slow death. And I'm not trying to be facetious, I'm not trying to be uh, melodramatic, but you know, I, I told you this too, Doug, how much longer will any of us have a voice that's known only to God you know I know this I got so frustrated I won't you know go into detail but how long can I put up the news the alerts before it just goes just goes basically down you know and so I'm seeing that right now so uh, I, I think people had better recognize that what Ross is telling them and let me just say this Ross I'm going to give it right to you now there is a way to get your IRA and 401k funds to get your funds into your own hands self-directed and that means it gives you a an opportunity of life where when this thing goes down it's going to go down so fast and who knows what the devils that are will do in order to keep everybody away from their money. I've said it, I've, I've, I've reiterated for over a decade, Doug, the day will come when there will be a cyber attack and it'll be blamed on a third party, but it won't be the third party. It'll be the greedy bastard globalist, sorry for the word, but it fits, spawn of hell, basically seizing probably at least $16 trillion in IRAs, 401ks. In other words, everyone one's future is on the table, and that's why you need to listen to Ross. So, Ross, let's go right into this, okay? Go into what you can do for people, and then, you know, share some of the things that they can, like, where they can put their money to, okay? Please do that. Explain it. Because i got to tell you, I get emails, people say, well, what, what does he do? What's he talking about? So, please explain it first, okay? What does Survival 401k do for people? Oh, absolutely, and thank you, Steve, for that introduction. And, and, and it's amazing you say that because the, the the economy is on the brink, and the war. And you're talking about they're blaming things. If you do a cyber attack, they've already set Putin up to to blame him for it. Bush is no longer somebody they blame; they blame Putin for everything. So, to that effect, you have everybody has there is 16 to 20 trillion dollars of, of retirement funds. The government's working on numerous paths to to take over that. And whether it's through a direct seizure or whether they're going to say everybody is going to get 40% or 60% of the money into treasuries in order to protect you, we're here from the government to protect you, then that's how they're going to do it. It may not be as overt as backing a truck up and taking your money, but they're going to slowly boil you as a frog and and, and take your money by, by protecting it in treasuries and, and other debt, debt instruments. So they're going to take your money in order to protect you. So what you need to do today and what we do for people each and every day, my, my phone is ringing off the hook these days, is the fact that you can move your retirement from whatever your custodian is, whether it's a mainstream like Fidelity or Vanguard or somebody like that or your corporations, you can move it into one that you control through a solo 401k apparatus that we set up for you. You have a bank account that you actually will buy metals from Steve or buy food, which I want to talk about a little bit about tonight because that's really important, water and other prepping supplies. But the, the key thing is you can move your money today, and it used to be, and this is this is a really breaking deal that I, want, I told Steve about recently, is we found a way through the ERISA law, which is the law that governs most people's 401ks and IRAs, mostly 401ks, but these laws were written to protect you, but also there's some some provisions that were written strictly for the uber wealthy, and we've discovered those, and we found a way to break it out. So many times you've heard us say on a 401k, 
that you can, if you're 59 and a half and if you've left this company or you're, you're being laid off, you can get your money. I'm telling you tonight for the first time, starting December 1 of this year, you will be able to jailbreak your 401k regardless of whether you're, you're 59 and a half, 31, 49, doesn't matter. We have a way through the court system now to jailbreak your 401k. So if you're sitting there looking at your money worrying, well, they're going to seize my money. I don't want them to take it. I want to get gold. But I'm locked up. Or you've even called me before and I've told you you're locked up. We now have a way to break it out. So there's, there's a four month, it's about a four month process. If you aren't at that age and you don't, don't fit the old model, it's going to take you some time, but we can get at your money now so that you can get into precious metals, real estate, foreign real estate, which I want to talk a little bit about tonight as well, and rental properties, a litany of different things. But the most important thing, as Steve was saying, in these coming days, and I've turned from watchmen to raising the remnant and, and teaching the remnant and training the remnant, is it's a completely different paradigm shift for us. So we're trying to reach out to the folks that are listening tonight and listening on the podcast. It's important that we can get your money out of the, out of the matrix, I call it, out of the system, leave Babylon, leave the Pharaoh with an exodus strategy that we've created for you, that you can get your money out of this world system and into a God system again that you can control. That you, you are fully, you are the fiduciary, you are the plan administrator, you are the trustee. All these things work for you and for the kingdom. So let's talk a little bit, Steve, about what uh, people can do with their money. I mean, there's sure. one thing but let's that I want to talk yeah, about. Let's is, take two. I'm sorry, go ahead, Ron. I don't mean to talk over you. Go ahead. No, no, I was, I was just thinking one of the most important things is food, right? So people say, well, how can I buy food with my 401k? Well, how would that even work for me? And if you've everybody been through a hurricane or a tornado or any kind of natural disaster or even a man-made disaster, just think about the Northeast when they had, or in Baltimore when they had that whole bombing in Baltimore. All of that, all of those things are in Boston, excuse me, not Baltimore, but Boston. So when you have those, those things, people, things shut down. If you don't have any food in your house, trucks stop running three days later, you know, you have nothing in the stores. If you've ever been in a hurricane in Texas or even a rainstorm in San Antonio where I live, the stores just get emptied out, and there's only three days of food anywhere in the, in the city. So everybody needs to have a food store, and they ask, well, how can I buy food with my 401K? Well, if you buy storable food, such as Numana, well, you know, that Steve sells, things like that, those are storable packaged food. It's not like going to Costco or Sam's and buying a dozen cans of green beans. That's not what you can do. But if you buy prepackaged, long-term, 25- to 30-year types of, of foods, you can you can hold on to that. You buy a year's worth for whatever the cost is. Even you'll have to talk about that. But whatever that cost is, that's cost today. And what do you think it would be if there is no food to be had? What do you think the barter value of it would be? What would be? Would you, how would you feed your neighbor or friends, people at your church that you care about, your family that comes in from from out of nowhere? So all of those things are very important. Your 401k can buy it at today's prices. And let's say two years from now, let's say the balloon doesn't go up in the next six months. I just I disagree. It probably will. But if it doesn't. That food's going to last 25 years, and it's only going to stay in value because if you don't open it and you don't eat it, it still maintains its freshness and its value, and you have the calories that you need, and you have the quality of the food. I mean, if you want to get non-GMO food, things like Nomana has, those types of foods are going to make a huge difference to your longevity. You, along coupled with that, you need water, and you need a way to defend yourself. You, know, you need to have a bug out bag in case you need to bail out, in case you get overrun. So, Or you want to go to a foreign country. All these things are very possible with your new 401k. And again, what's most important, we can now jailbreak your 401k, regardless of your age, regardless of your work status, 
we can get to your money 99% guaranteed. We work with attorneys. We work with your plan administrators. And within four months, your money is, is in your hands. You have a solo 401k to run with it. We have people that can help you invest it or if you invest it yourself, buy precious metals with Steve or and many things. I'm thinking you should buy a bug location overseas. We're looking at something called Popoyo Village in, in Nicaragua with the gentleman that's, that actually has been on your show, Doug, uh, Alex Wilson, uh, with Precious Timber has a beautiful location near the coast in Nicaragua that's got 39 lots that are just priced to sell that are just beautiful things that you can create a bug out community with like-minded people that you know somebody's going to have your back because they have one thing in common, which is the biggest thing is they're Christ believers and they're going to have your back and they're going to work. Amen. Thank you for mentioning that. Yes. Uh, uh, Alex Wilson, Precious Timber. You know the deal, folks. And, and Ross, thank you so much for mentioning that because it's so important. Uh, um, what, what he's doing, Christian, strong. It, well, go on, sir. Uh, you don't need me to interrupt you. Well, but, but I'm going to get, let Steve to jump in and, and, and mention that. But again, the food is a major part. Water is a major part. Power, shelter, bug out bags, and bug out locations. I mean, you can, you can bug out of your, your house in your gated community. You go to your 20 acres somewhere else in the country. But you still may have a dictator. I think Joe was talking about that earlier in the show. Was was I watched the show before we came on? We're we're rapidly approaching a dictatorship. It's almost like we're living in. I feel like hearing rosebud in my ears. I hear uh, it all coming, and it's like if she's this corrupt now, what is she going to do when she actually has power and she has the Department of Justice and the FBI and the Homeland Security, you know, coming and knocking their door because they may have heard a rumor or they heard read your social media which I'm not a big fan of. I know you don't like cell phones. I loathe social media because I know where that information goes and how they use it. So at the end of the day, you need to not just have a place to go short-term in the country, but you need to have a strategy, a plan B to get the heck out so that you can be someplace that actually has freedom still and is not going to sit there and kick your door in and you actually have believers standing around you. So though all those type of things are very important. And the 401k can do that for you. So if your if your customers will reach out, I mean your listeners will reach out and call me. I can tell you how to do it. And again, if you're under age 59 and a half or you don't have one that you left behind, you need to call me and get in line because when this thing opens up on December 1st, uh, it's gonna it's gonna kick the door open and there's gonna be a lot of people ahead of you. So it's only so many people can work with so many lawyers. So if you want to do this, you need to call right away or send me an email or send me a, a contact because it's very important and. I don't know what else to tell you because the, the time is so urgent. I've changed my entire outlook. My wife and I, we, our entire family has moved from a paradigm of we need to tell everybody, shout from the rooftops. You know, this, I don't want to sound like chicken little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. But from a watchman's perspective to one of up to training and leading the remnant, that those are here. You go to the war with the army you have. I was in the Navy, Steve. I know what condition zero is, like Ozebra is. You batten down all the hatches. You close everything that can leak water in. You man your battle stations. You put your gas mask on. You might even put your hazard suits on. I was in the Persian Gulf. I was in the Mediterranean playing chicken with the Russians. I drove the ship within 150 yards of an aircraft carrier. Caused me to pinch washers in my shorts, but we did it. Blocked them off because they were harassing us. I know what it is for condition zebra. I know what it is to go to battle stations. And I know what it is to put a missile on the rail. And that's where we are. And it's very tenuous. And if this is not to scare everybody. This is not. This is a time to wake everybody up. This is time to, to get the remnant moving, get off your duffs, and 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 move forward and work for the kingdom, not necessarily for yourself. Work in the collective of the remnant more so than just yourself. 
Well, and Doug, let me say something again about food. You know, people forget the basics of the Bible when Esau sold his birthright. I want to recommend a book that will basically slap you silly with reality. Uh, the Savage Continent by Keith Lowe. And, you know, Ross, when I was waking up this morning, and I think I was started posting, some of you know probably better than I do because I was pretty blurry-eyed, but I was posting around 4 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is what came into my spirit. Now, I haven't read The Savage Continent. I think I read it uh, an excerpt on it on Doug's show maybe six months ago. But I'm seeing something happening, Ross and, and Doug, that's breaking my heart. Women are going to take to the streets and then to strangers' bed to feed their families. Now, someone will laugh at that. But I'll tell you this, most people don't have a clue of what post-war Europe was like. Most people don't know what it's like, especially in America, when we were blessed, when we walked in the ways of the Lord. And now, not only do we have to worry about there will be no food, we've got to worry about the food we're eating being GMO'd. I was talking to my wife about Dr. Perlmutter, and you know, the, the people don't understand something, that, that we need to establish the right bacteria in our gut. That's what determines the immune system, and uh, you know. Uh, That's right, Steve. If you can yeah. hold that thought, we are up against our okay. break. We'll be right back, folks, with Steve Quill from SteveQuill.com and Ross Powell from Survival401k.com. Uh, Steve will be with us for the rest of the show, Ross, into the next segment. So do not go anywhere. We got a lot more news information coming your way right after this break. Stay with us. Thanks for staying with us. Our guest, Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. Ross Powell from survival401k.com. Folks, uh, visit, obviously visit survival401k. Talk to Ross Powell. He can, uh, he, he can navigate you through the waters, the rough waters that are, that is the economy of today. Please do that. Also, Steve, folks, I, I I'm just delighted. Steve Quayle has put together a six-book package for all of us. Uh, six critical reads by Steve Quayle, available via stevequayle.com or just go to hagmanreport.com. And right at the bottom there of the um, of the write-up for tonight's show is a direct link, a link directly to his offer for six books from stevequayle.com. $240 if you buy them separately. He packaged them together. $175. That's a great deal. The book's fantastic. It's a, it's an incredible deal. So please take advantage of that as well as True Legends, the series. True Legends, the series. Steve, we're going to kick it back to you. You know, I was just, I'll just make this quick. The danger of everybody eating food, especially that's going to be available if the government hands out anything, is all the glyphosates. And it is having a detrimental effect on the stomachs of people all over the world. So I just want to say this. New manna, when I agreed to get back into that, uh, you know, that world of food, having been one of the biggest canners over the Y2K years, is that they have the only uh, organic line they 
only non-GMO line. They have the only non-antibiotic uh, line for their beef and chicken. And they put together, uh, you know, when I was talking to them, I said, listen, you guys, I'm tired of empty calories. That's kind of like having a bank account with a bunch of zeros in front, uh, you know, the decimal point in front of a bunch of zeros. It doesn't do any good. When it comes to food, here's something you can, it's not tough. You can't live on 800 calories a day. You don't take 800 calories a day, multiply it by 360 and say, oh, gee, there's a year's food supply. Yet it's done all the time. When we sat down with Numana and they basically designed it, it was enough food. Now, here's the thing about tonight. This isn't an infomercial. It basically is saying, those of you who are saying, well, what am I going to do with my 401k money? What am I going to do with my retirement? How am I going to make money? I don't want to, you know, you're going to have to learn to barter, just like everybody did in history. But, uh, you know, Ross, I have basically calculated uh, just on last year's, not uh, the lying uh, economic indicators, but the real in- economic indicators of what food is going to cost. I project no war, 25 to 30% inflation in food. I project with even escalating tensions and shutdowns in the trucking business, the shipping business, which we're already seeing with the Baltic Dry Index. I am projecting that 50% higher foods because these devils that run the world are going to make sure they starve the Americans and other nations, especially Western Europeans, into submission. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you can call Ross. He can take care of you on converting your, uh, your, uh, let's say, locked up assets, but also just your regular 401ks. Ross, you can get that done in about 30 days, can't you? Oh, under the, less than that. In a, if you have a, a, a legacy 401k, that's a company that you left many years ago, or you have an IRA or something like that, we can get that done in 10 days. So you can go from the time you call me, we get you set up with your app, you put your application, and 10 days later, there's a good chance you're going to have your money in your bank account that you can call Steve and get your food, you can call get your gold, you can get, you can work on getting your property, you can go and, and look in, in foreign countries. And one thing that's interesting about that, too, is you can actually – the cost of going to a foreign country to, to get a bug out location, it could be considered a plan expense. So your trip to Nicaragua and the Popolo village or something like that can be paid for by your plan as an expense for your investment. So all of these things, especially the food, this is really important because I want to quote Henry Kissinger from 1971, and I've done this once or twice before, and many of you may have not have heard this or recall it, is that Henry Kissinger said, if you control the oil, you control the country. If you control food, you control the people. And everybody that's ever been hungry knows what I'm talking about. That, and everybody that's fasted knows what I'm talking about. Your stomach aches, it hurts, you want a meal, all these things. And if you're fasting, the spiritual side will, will, will fulfill you. But if you're just plain hungry, you'll do anything. And if you see your children crying or hungry, your wife is crying or hungry, you, and people will do anything and everything to get that food, whether it's rape, burn, and pillage. They will do it in order to get that food. And if, and if you don't have any, you're going to want some. But if you do have some, it seems it is better. It can be just as good or better than gold, given your, your situation in, in bartering. So if you have one-ounce gold coins, that's great for wealth preservation. But if you need to eat or somebody else, if you want to trade something you have them, if you have food, they'll give you that gold that you have. They'll give that one-ounce gold for, for whatever you want to give them for because their stomach is hurting they, or they may have or their children are hurting. So those things, you cannot emphasize how important long-term storable food is. And if it has high calorie count, if it has solid meat in it, 
you know, no GMOs, none of this other crap that's put in other companies, fillers, the hundreds of different soups. But uh, you're going to eventually get what's called food fatigue. And if you get food fatigue, you can you still be hungry, but you don't want to eat it because you're just really tired of food. And I was in the Navy, and we went through food fatigue because you got the same stuff day after day. And I was an officer, and we still got the same food day after day. So you get kind of to the point where you don't want to eat. It was great for weight loss for me, but long-term, it's not really good for your health. And on top of that, if the Chinese... Oh, go ahead, Steve. Do you need to want to say something? No, no, no. I want you to, because of your naval background, I want you to tell the people, in no uncertain terms, Ross, how concerned you are based on everything you're seeing, because they need to hear it from you, a Navy guy, and you're also a guy that basically can speak from experience. So give, and I told, hey, Doug, I told Ross tonight, I said, Ross, we don't know, not tonight, but the other day when we talked about setting up this interview, I said, I want you to give both barrels. Don't hold back. And so, Ross, give the 12-gauge both barrels at the same time the reality check, because I, I've never seen people so dumb under destruction and yet, you know, the Russians have, have basically bivouacked or uh, sheltered 40 million people. The Chinese can shelter a couple hundred million people, and there is no shelter for the Americans. There's no provision. So when they say, well, they'll come and help me, there is no they'll come and help me. So I want you to get both barrels, and I'll just uh, listen until you're, you know, you want to make a or pass it over to Doug or whatever, because this is critical coming from you with your background in the military. Absolutely, and, and my background was a shipboard officer, I was a weapons officer, as well as a Navy intelligence officer for the ship on the on shipboard, as well as, as I handle special weapons, which are, uh, or what you would call them nukes, I guess today we call them special weapons. But I can tell you, everybody tells you we have the best military in the world, and our people believe that, and our, and our sailors and soldiers and airmen and marines believe that. But if they're under-equipped and, and been castrated by by political correctness and in the rules of engagement. When I served in the Persian Gulf fighting the Iranians the first time, going through the, the Red Sea when it was mined, we know what that's like. I felt the day of writing a letter that went out to my wife to saying we could die tomorrow because we did a special mail drop because we we're going to be on the point to launch against Iran. I know what it feels like to get ready to die, and I know what it means to know when you're outgunned. And I hear from my friends that are still in the Navy and funds that have been retired but still have contacts that the, the weapon systems that we have are great, but the ones that the Russians have are far superior because they keep developing and overcoming. They're great problem solvers. They've lasted hundreds of years through great oppression and great uh, d d distress. And Putin's no dummy. You know, we have somebody riding a bicycle in, 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 uh, in Massachusetts on the coast, and Putin's riding a horse without a shirt on. It looks pretty good for his age. So at the end of the day, you have somebody that's who's riding a bicycle versus somebody who's riding a stallion. These aren't people to screw with. These aren't people to be these are people to be afraid of. And so they have weapon systems today. Their SA four hundred that they they've developed and they put in Syria and they have and the SA five hundred they have in their own continent can hit that knock down our stealth fighters, our stealth bombers. They can knock down just about anything and everything, hundreds of contacts simultaneously. So we think we're just going to launch on them and soon they're going to surrender. Uh, I, you need to change your, your paradigm on what your thinking is. Because when you start poking your finger in the bear's eye and you start pulling the chain of the Chinese, Chinese who have actually built a lot of the circuit boards and our weapon systems, who's to, say, who's to say they haven't built in kill switches in certain pieces that are undetectable? If you can hack into the, the DNC, if you can hack into, to the, into the FBI database and many government databases, they can put 
secret pieces of pieces of code inside electronics that unless in who's to say people aren't even bribed we know how bribes work within within certain uh, certain uh, candidates backgrounds and giving things away uranium out of Utah so I want people to recognize that this is the in out this is the in hour this is this is condition zebra for this entire listen audience listening audience this is not play games I'm not trying to be dramatic I've lived it I've seen it I know the weapons that they have and this is nothing that you want to mess around with. I feel like I'm on fire and I don't want to scare anybody, but I feel this strongly that we need to get the remnant ready. And I'm not, I'm tired of telling everybody what to do. I'm tired of people not listening to me. I'm tired of people calling me crazy, wearing a colander, a copper colander to my head. This is real. And if you don't see it, I'm sorry, but if you need to step out and trust in the Lord and go to it with prayer and fasting and recognize what your, your part of the kingdom is because doomsday is coming and they may kick the can down the road before uh, the after the election but if Hillary's elected she's already got a major beef with Putin and she's going to go to the maths on it so whether Trump can do it or whether Hillary's the president we have a big problem and you need to prepare for it and if you use food for your 401k or use it for weapons or ammo or land or or, or solar systems or, or even I'm looking at your Doug I'm looking at your website when during the break, and almost everybody that's, that 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 spot that's a sponsor on your webpage can be bought. Their product can be bought with their 401k. I, I met Lane Miller with the Minuteman stove. I'm looking at the green that the new salt water generator was phenomenal. That can be bought. Almost everything in the American Hope Survival Holds. All of these things are doable. And plus the, the food that Steve offers on his site, and all of these things are very important to get ready today. Because the time's going to come when it's going to be too late. You're going to say, woulda, shoulda, coulda, didn't. And you don't want to be looking in and shooting on yourself with your family when they're looking at your hunger. Where's, what's for dinner tonight? Well, we need to go graze in the backyard or kill our chicken or whatever we may have. That's the last thing you want to do. So I can't be any more explicit, any more double-barrel shotgun. You can actually buy one of those with your 401k, by the way, Steve. So all, all of those things are very important. And it's just the call to action. It's the time to do it. Many of the listeners here are the remnant. They are the people of the of, of, of the cloth that are, are wanting to move ahead, and they know what's coming. You feel it in your spirit. Your friends feel it in their spirit, too. It's time to act. It's not time to, well, I'll get to it next week, or I can't afford it, or maybe I should try to get my 401k. If you have a lot of money in a 401k and you can't do anything with it, you need to call me because I can help you break it out. I just not be able or to call, do it. Call us. <laughs> Sorry, no, you, I, right. I, I, yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't mean, I don't mean to make light of this because I, I agree a hundred percent with you, Ross. You know, the time to act is now. If we don't act, then you know what we, we, we deserve, in my view, to lose everything that we've worked for if we don't act. Because if, and Steve said it very well. I mean, and you certainly uh, double down on your statement. We need to act right now. We need to do it. If we, and if we don't, we lose everything. Who, who, who do we, who do we complain to? No one. I mean, we've got no right to complain. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, when you said, you know, when you were very assertive, um, it just got me fired up too because I'm fed up with the, with, with the people who are, um, just whining about stuff. And it's, it's over. Well, hey, Ross, here's a question for you. Have you, would you ever have imagined that evangelical Christians and, uh, let's say this, left wingers because they, they, they have voted for Hillary could, 
would you ever imagine that they would be so uh, almost indifferent to the threats of World War III? Let me just share everything, and Russ, you can probably ditto this. I, I, I've studied, I've written about, I've been on talk radio 25 years, and I kept saying, listen, you guys, you got to understand, when people head to the bunkers, they're telling you they intend to live. When we don't have bunkers, they're saying we intend for you to die. I think that, you know, people have got to understand something. Russia will use our nukes first, and we're going to provoke them to that, and we're doing it in order to facilitate the, if you will, the Islamic Muslim uh, end-time plan for the return of the Mahdi, the, the Islamic Messiah. So while everybody can't figure out yet, Hillary Clinton, her aide and, and probably girlfriend, uh, you know, it has been suggested that, in my opinion, there are so many things that are going to come out in that realm, but as a Muslim, she is a absolute fanatical Muslim, and so now you've got, basically, Hillary saying, hey, if you think what uh, Obama did to open up the, the um, borders, wait until you see what I do. This is a war on the West. This is a war on Western civilization. They are dying in Europe. Europe is finished. Listen, Germany's finished. Uh, Norway, Sweden are finished. Uh, Italy is toast. Um, you know, you go down the line, and ladies and gentlemen, Gaddafi made the statement. He was even making the statement. He said, you're going to see Europe turn brown. And he basically, he was one of the restraining forces. Now, well, let's just go to murder Inc., okay? You know, who, who made the statement? We came, we saw, he died, okay? Ask yourself this. Look at every policy that's been put into place by this administration, and you've got war, death, uh, ancillary, you know, women, children. You've got the ISIS butchering people, putting babies and putting young Christian kids in dough machines and kneading them to death or cooking them alive. And I want to say something. I'm going to, okay, this is it. Where are you evangelical professings? Have you shed one tear, one tear over? For your brethren in other countries who are being tortured, butchered, murdered, cannibalized, and every other sort of uh, hideous uh, 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 mutilation of human bodies. Have you, you, you self-righteous evangelicals who are emailing me, by the way, today, saying, I can't vote for Donald Trump. He's saying, I don't want war. I'd rather make, uh, get along with Putin and in a deal that's good for both countries. And meanwhile, you've got the blood queen saying, you know, it's all Russia's fault. The vilification of, of Russia. Look, I'm not defending Russia, but I am telling you this. I'm saying that I believe that given what Ross knows, and I've been, Ross, I've been briefed by, by guys with more, more stars than most people know even exist, and they are talking about the sophistication of the Russian missiles. Look, I know when you're shooting missiles and you can uh, correct your merved warheads and change uh, everything mid flight. That presents a real problem. You mentioned the S-500. There's nothing we have that can compare to it. The ships that we have are billion-dollar follies, uh, uh, dying in the water multiple times, submarines being forced to surface, and yet the band plays on, and, and, and the, you've got George Soros, who is probably, you know, uh, he said he's God, and may God, the God of heaven, bring him to the same fate as King Herod. Those of you who know your Bible know what that means. We've got people praying tonight, Doug, a worldwide prayer and fasting going on that God will intervene. And yet I got to tell you something. The idea that the Christians are saying, well, I can't vote for Trump because of his womanizing, yet 
you know, they will put in all of this. There is no law in the land. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to know what the mystery of iniquity is, you're watching it right now. And by the way, the Bundys were all, the Bundys and the whole group was uh, found not guilty, but they won't let the two Bundys out of prison. And his lawyer threw a fit in court, and they tasered him. So if you think there's equal protection of the law, the only equal protection that is left is, uh, uh, what is it, uh, a trial by our peers and a jury. So, Doug, I'm serious. I, I had three questions. Let me give them out, Ross, and I want you to respond because not, you you get the real world. You were in it. You knew you could have been toast, you know, at the at a, in a right. second. Okay, you know, have you? I'm talking to everybody listening to me around the world who wants to send emails to Doug or me or take Doug's. And by the way, I think that was a brilliant article, Doug. You wrote questions. Have you prayed and interceded for your brothers and sisters around the world being slaughtered for their testimony of Jesus, okay? Have you shed a tear or tears over the slaughter of the innocent being butchered and sold as meat? Have you shed any tears over the aborted? How about this? Do you ever cry out or even care about the lies, the murder, the cheating, the slander, the, mo the, the mockery of a living God at all? Or have you ever said anything or stood against it? You know, that's why I admire Dave Dobermeyer. God bless you, Dave, you're listening. Man, he's on the streets, and maybe him, three, four, but he's on the streets. When when people needed uh, food down in Louisiana, Dave gave me a call, sent me an email, and said, you got it, brother, let's go. Dave gets in a truck, I mean, he gets in a truck. You know, listen, he he's trying to provoke you men of God to become men of God. And, and I am so sick of, and personally sick, I am so sick, if I had to rate, uh, you know, the majority of emails that I get from, quote, men of God, and then if I had to rate the uh, scathing ones of women who are going to vote for Hillary Clinton, then I'm going to say what the Lord said to me. This is your time to choose. It's not between Trump and 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 uh, Clinton. It's be, it's about a bigger issue. It's about a bigger issue. One says they they have women's right to kill babies. Look, if you were a queen of Moloch, you'd probably say the same thing. If you were a warlock, you'd say the same thing. But how Christians can basically smugly say, "Well, I can't deal with Donald Trump because of his words," you know. What words have come out of your mouth? And oh, by the way, what do you look at on the internet? Or what soap operas? Or what you know? What, is what are you watching? People, right? Yep, yep. And and so the thing is, is that look, we are incredibly deceived. But God is making it clear. It's your vote isn't for Hillary or Trump. It's for truth. And listen, if everybody in the world who Doug and I and all the other talk show hosts, Alex has made numerous DVDs, Alex Jones and others, you know, and, and we're all trying to warn you for two and a half decades, Alex, two decades, I guess me, two and a half decades, and now it's all happening. You think we just did this because, oh, he wants to sell his gold. Oh, no, he wants to sell his vitamins. Oh, no, he wants to sell his book. You know, look. Look, we paid a price, but you, if you do not listen to us, are going to pay the ultimate price. But it won't just be your, and someone says, but you're trying to put fear on me. You better believe it, because you better get right with the Lord Jesus Christ, because the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. And how, Doug, and how, how Ross can people who claim to be bought by the blood of a lamb, who claim to 
be Christians. How can they even consider that? Go on the front of Drudge. She's snorting down uh, booze like it's, it's, you know, basically drinking the bathtub water. So I, I cannot understand how people can take that uh, position. Because when we come into the next hour, you know, this is introductory flaming. I'm going to tell you what God put in my heart. Here's what I've said since I've been on Talk Radio, Ross. You've heard me. And then I'm going to get over to you right now. You take everything I say to prayer, and I cannot tell you the hatred that I'm seeing in people that absolutely hate Jesus, they hate Trump, and they absolutely love Hillary. And I, I'm only saying, you know, those are the same people, and I've broken fellowship. Here's my last statement, Ross. If someone tells me they're a believer and they're going to vote for Hillary Clinton, I say to you, may the God of heaven judge you according to your sin because you're acknowledging that you have no issues with her sin. Go ahead, Ross. I would add to that, but may God reward you according to your works, is what Scripture comes to me as well. But the, the, the two issues there for me, and my wife and I were talking about over the weekend and, and with our with our sins of a series of friends, is that this is not about Hillary or Trump. It's not about language, because everybody knows Hillary talks, cusses like a sailor. I was on a ship. I know what cussing like a sailor is. And she talks so ugly to her people, dropping the F-bomb, GD, every word you can imagine Hillary uses. She just didn't get taped, but there's a lot of people saying that she does. I have people that I know that said she does. But the bigger thing is is the late, the late-term abortion where she thinks it's okay to pull a baby three-quarters of the way out of the mother at eight months or eight and a half months and piff it and then sell the body parts, which somebody gets convicted of, of recording over. If you think that's okay, but you don't think late-term abortion is okay, and you think people that are the Supreme Court justices that are going to take away your guns, take away a lot of your freedom as your freedom of speech, and invoke the, the epitome of, of, of political correctness on top of you, and you're a Christian and you think that's okay, then may God reward you according to your works. And I'm not afraid what email I get from that, because that's the way it is. And the things are coming that nobody has any idea. You see all these shirts that say, stay calm and do whatever. I'm saying stay calm and vote. Stay calm and believe in Jesus. Stay calm and pray, because those things are going to be what's going to hold you together. You're going to need your food. You're going to need your water. You're going to need your shelter. You're going to need your family. You're going to need weapons. And in order to survive, you're going to need that. And, Steve, you talked about bunkers and things where the Russians covered 40 million people and the Chinese have hundreds of millions. We have zero... The only people that have bunkers now are government workers, people that can collect taxes after we are nuked. Th- those kind of things, they don't have – back in the 50s and 60s, they had shelters for everybody. We'd have crackers or whatever the food they have. They have nothing for anybody. If you're a billionaire, you have an old missile silo that you're going to live in, and you'll survive. Everybody else rots outside. And you think about a nuclear war, this, when you, if you understand special weapons like I do, if, whether it's 20 kilotons or whether it's 5 megatons, there is a blast radius in a minute you get vaporized. You're the lucky one. The ones that are outside of that get burned to death in a firestorm. I looked at when my sister lives in Houston. I did a, I did a simulation for her in Houston. It blows up the middle of Houston. She lives in the woodlands. It blows away the, it blows away the center of the city, but it burns the, burns the woodlands down and spring Texas down. It burns all that down. And outside of that, you're going to die of radiation sickness, which is one of the worst ways to die. So if you're not prepared for all those kind of things, because it's coming. The Bible tells us it's coming, and, it, and it's gotten closer and closer. And we're just, this country, in the political class that's pushing this, is trying to get us to the, to the, the brink where, where it's going to kill off a bunch of people, call the herd, and we're downed, and it saves the earth, and all this other kind of stuff. 
This is not tinfoil hat. This is not colander hat. This is reality. Read the news with a different set of eyes. There's an old saying about reading the handwriting on the wall. Well, it's time to read it. It's been written. It's been written in blood. People need to know, get on it, get ready, and, and, and prepare. But again, the only thing that you can have all these preparations, and 99% of preparation is the mind game. If your head's not in the game, and whether it's in the fog of war, because I've had it, the fog of war will make you confused, will make you slow, will, and because the endorphins slow you down. The spider flea will slow you down. You won't think clearly. You'll just get this big thickness in your head. And, and so if you're not right with Jesus, you don't have your preparations ready, you're not trained, you don't have the equipment that you need, look at the, all of the vendors on, on, on the Hagman site and look at the people on Steve's site. Many of these things were all available for your 401K. I can show you how to do it. I can show you to get there. And it's going to make a huge difference in not just your life, but your family's life and your extended family's life. And Amen, we have ways to tie. So we I'm are, probably running long, and we're top of the segment. Yeah, we're right up against the break. Folks, that's Ross Powell from survival401k.com. Make sure you bookmark his website. We'll be right back after these short messages. Stay with us. The further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. That's quoting George Orwell. We're joined right now this hour by with uh, from uh, Steve Quayle, stevequayle.com, who, by the way, very gracious, very generous book offer. Go to stevequayle.com or, or well, go to stevequayle.com. He's got his six essential books, $75 off. It's an incredible buy. Go to stevequail.com and take advantage of that offer. Uh, Steve and I were talking earlier today. had a, just a fantastic conversation about the milk toast spineless snowflake Christians, and, and I'm sorry to say Christians, conservatives as well, and even conservative Christians who are hiding behind these self-righteous and sanctimonious excuses for ultimately voting, casting their vote for Hillary Clinton. Steve, thanks for uh, hanging on with us, and thanks for agreeing to do this hour. I'm going to kick it to you, Steve, and uh, just take it. Well, thank you, Doug, and listen, everyone, I, I have never seen the attacks on my personal website. You know, I used to, it used to be a joke, Doug, that I got knocked off shortwave more than ever, but what I'm noticing is people who are saying anything that I would call reality-based are really having problems now with their websites. So, you know, I, I was praying today, and I was, you know, uh, following my own request, uh, fasting today, earlier in the day, and just saying, God, I have to make your point tonight, and I have to make it real. I can't do that, Jesus, without your anointing. So, I, you know, today, when and Doug, this is true, you know, you used a word that I had just sent in a rebuke to one of these, uh, you know, basically the guy said this, I'm paraphrasing, and I'm about ready to put it up on my net because it so infuriated me, you know. Basically, you can't do anything to stop it. You know that, that you know, we're going to be destroyed and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know that. And I said, listen, and if you're listening tonight, I'm the one that said, and I stand by it. And this was before there was any talk of nuclear war, preemptive strikes. I said, 
God is going to reveal the sins of the leaders to the people, their leaders, our leaders. You think that's being done? And before that, he's going, and also during that, he's going to reveal the people's sins before a holy God. And I prefaced it by saying, before God allows the United States to be nuked by Russia and China, those were the exact words, he's going to reveal the sins of the leaders to the people. You know, Doug, and I'll be blunt, ladies and gentlemen. I talked to Doug because he was he was very almost uh, cathartic for me because I could not believe and still not cannot believe that people don't get it. It's just like this. Somebody says, well, how do you know that was really a real satellite uh, that was shot down, a spy satellite, and not a weather satellite? Is that a good uh, monotone or, you know, I, I call it a, a nasal tone? Oh, I said simple because the guys that used to run a contact me, okay? And and that doesn't happen every time. You know, the, the point is is that we're talking about ASAT, anti-satellite warfare, going on. Okay? The very first thing you take out is basically your eyes, your ears, and your ability to communicate. That's called C3, Charlie 3. So, you know, when I was talking to Doug, he used two words, you know, and, and, and one of them was sanctimonious. And uh, independent of each other, we got that. So I want to start out now this part of the show by saying this. Ross can work at record level speed. I have so many, dozens and dozens of clients that are happy with him. All the time, the only problem Ross has ever encountered is with the bank with a stagecoach that just seems uh, intent on messing around with other people's deposits, meaning they really try and fight their own deposit. I have a depositor, a friend, a dear friend, a client, that literally had to go and sit outside the president of one of their banks to get him to give her her money, Doug, and she had deposited everything it cleared, and he kept telling the secretary, tell her, tell her I'm out to lunch, tell her I'm not here. So I said, I said, my dear sister, you go in there and you sit there. I said, you have your cell phone, and if he de- denies you uh, the access to your phone, you call me, put him on, I'll tell him who I am. Look, I'm a nobody, but I call Alex and I call other people, and, I, and, and, and she said, and you'll have a run on your bank, sir. Guess what, Doug? Well, I see here now that it's cleared. We'll be glad to give you your, your money. This is warfare against you, ladies and gentlemen. It's total war. Now, I want to give out two numbers, and these are numbers. Ross mans his phone as Ryan mans the new man of phones. 844-650-5733. That's Ross. That's Survival 401k. You just heard him. 844-650-5733. This guy knows how to move quick. Ryan will take uh, your calls. He'll call you back. Uh, his phone number is 406-581-0182. 501-406-581-0182. Now, look, if you've got gluten issues, I have to eat gluten-free. I, I, I can't, you know, I've got really severe gluten allergies. And if you want organic, if you want non-GMO, this is the only stuff that's out there. And it's about 1,500 calories a day per person. And it's real calories. So saying that, look, all that a man gives, we we can be smug when we're not hungry. We can be smug when it's not our neck or our throat being cut. We can have all these uh, 
dumbass and lazy ass, and those are, uh, you know, dumbass is biblical, lazy ass is basically probably uh, just applying the application to people that are so passive that they simply believe that, you know, I've said this, they're going to view the end times on their big screen, you know, uh, eating popcorn, drinking beer or whatever, probably, you know, diet soda, thinking that somehow they made it to heaven. Let me, or that they're going to make it to heaven. Psalm 94, 15 through 17. But judgment shall return under righteousness, and all the upright in heart shall follow it. Now listen to this. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. So I'm going to ask everybody there that's, you know, basically, well, I can't vote for Donald Trump because he uses the P word. I can't vote, or Megyn Kelly, who posed in the most provocative uh, photo shoot, basically, you wouldn't call it a uh, uh, presentation of proper ladymanship, calling uh, pr- Trump a sexual predator until Newt Gingrich uh, dressed her down. <laughs> you know, she undressed herself and Newt Gingrich dressed her down. But the thing is, is who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Doug, you get it, I get it. We want you. Or why don't you guys do this? Or why don't you guys do that? Okay, or the workers of iniquity. Iniquity is lawlessness. Can anybody who's going to vote for Hillary Clinton, who claims to be a Christian, black or white, Latino or Oriental, claim that she doesn't personify Psalm 94, the 16th verse? Who will rise up for me for the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity. How else could George Soros, who what owns 28 companies or 28 states voting machines, remember? He said Trump's going to win the, the public election, but he's going to lose the electoral votes. That should be uh, prima facie evidence of vote tampering, which, by the way, is a felony. And where is the FBI? Oh, I get it. The FBI is basically trying to uh, huddle a little bit more because, what, the assistant director's wife got 500 K from the Clinton Foundation. You know, it's on my website. And then I had a, I posted Doug a dream today, and I can't tell you how many people verified and validated it. Uh, the title of it on my website, uh, I think it's in the alerts. God gave this Bible-believing woman a dream 30 years ago that the Bible would be banned in America, and possession of God's word would be a capital offense. Now, do you ever think that? I mean, had you ever heard that from anybody else other than me? No, I, no, not until we met it, uh, tw- nearly twenty years ago. No, nope. Okay, yeah. so 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 I'm I'm claiming something to all you paid hacks, shills, Jesus hating demons. You know, when you say nothing you say ever comes to pass, everything he says is just fear mongering. Blah 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 blah. Uh, nobody else said that that long ago. Now here's a lady who. This is Susan. Hi, Susan. Steve, I just read the above alert and remembered from the book of Amos, which I had read a couple days ago. The Lord God himself prophesied that he will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Amos eleven twelve. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing the word of the Lord. You say, you can't say that you speak for God. No, I'm just reading you what his word says. I know you know this, Steve, because I've heard you say this many times in various interviews. We should be as living as close 
close to Jesus and memorizing as much of the word as we can, keeping it in our hearts. I've been collecting King James uh, Version Bibles for this very reason. Just wanted to share. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there was a, a book and a movie made by Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 451. If you've ever watched it, the ownership of books was forbidden. Well, the day is coming where the Quran will be elevated above God's word. The day is coming where the testimony of Jesus will cost us our lives. The day is here when it's open season on Christians. Just like that dumbass uh, professor that claims that Christians are as much, even, uh, you know, fundamentalist Christians are as evil as terrorists. Oh, yeah? Show me anybody who is a, uh, or show me a group group of Christians that are going around cutting people's heads off. Show me a group of of, of Christians that are cutting young children's heads off or, or pulling their hearts out or putting babies down on the ground and putting their foot to their neck and tearing their heads off. Show me. Or show me the abortion scalpel or the hyenas and the jackals saying, I believe I'm doing God's work, the God of this world. Show me. You know, again, Doug, this, this is an indictment, okay? Who will rise up for me against the evildoers or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? So I don't care. I don't even know her name, so I don't even need to mention it. But some well-known Christian woman who Christian woman who has Christian women seminars has just endorsed Hillary. You know, all I can say is the uh, occupants of hell are laughing their infernal uh, beings off. How could we have settled for such deception? And it's only going to get worse. Now I want to give some more scripture. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Look, David said it. Pastor David Langford said it. This is God separating the sheep from the goats, you know. People would rather, would rather you know, threaten or they want to do this or do that. I'm going to kick your ass. That's what I get all the time. I can't wait to, you know, put a bullet, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? Maybe God's got another plan. And so, you know, the, David was always dealing with that. Nehemiah was always dealing with that. That, uh, you know, and people are saying, do you know what so-and-so is saying about you? I said, do you know what Jesus will ultimately say about them? Depart from me, ye who work iniquity, lawlessness. I never knew you. So, Doug, here's the thing tonight, and I am. I'm at, I'm at warp speed now. It doesn't matter if you claim to know Jesus. You don't know him if he doesn't know you. Because you're trying to make your claim on a, a system of belief you think is the same as salvation, and you've never repented or gotten right with the Lord Jesus Christ. How about this one, Doug? If thou faint in the day of adversity, Proverbs 24, 10 through 12, thy strength is small. If you forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death and those that are ready to be slain, if you say, Behold, we knoweth it not, uh, doth not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And he that keepeth thy soul, doth not he know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? So in essence, when you stand, if you make it to the judgment seat of Christ as a Christian, and God said, why did you allow the evil? Why did you allow the slaughter of my, my children in the womb? And you wouldn't speak up. Them that are drawn unto death, guess what, Doug? Tonight, we are speaking up to them that are drawn unto death. And i got to tell you something. No excuses will excuse us in the presence of God Almighty. So when we talk about, you know, some of the, some of the uh, outrageous statements, I want everybody to ask themselves that. Look, I'm going to give you the question. It's, three, it's, not, a, uh, it's not a multiple choice, you know? 
Have you prayed and interceded for our brethren being slaughtered for their testimony of Jesus? Have you ever done it once? Have you shed a tear or tears over the slaughter of the innocents, the babies being butchered through abortion? Do you ever care about the lies, murder, cheating, slandering, and mockery of the living God at all, or even said or stand against it? How about this? Democrats. Well, I'm a Democrat. You know, the Democratic Party said, we don't believe in God. The Democratic Party said, we believe in the Quran. So, and they've done it officially and unofficially. Never in the history of the world, listen, Donald Trump, and I'm going to go on record, is the prosecuting attorney in the kingdom of God. Those of you that don't believe that God can use someone as, as uh, whatever you may say, base as, as he is, God's used me, God's used Doug, none of us have clean slates. But you, you take on, you pick at him for such minute, and listen, I'm not saying what he said is right, If he, he, and he's wrong, he apologizes, and, but did you ever think that maybe this is God's way of bringing him to himself? No human being without the power of the living God could stand against 97% of the press of the world, of the ridicule, the scorn, and everything, and do it without the power of God, Doug. And that's why I said I stand behind him. Now, understand me when I say this. I don't know if God gives an intermission for one year, six months, two. The word that he gave me will come to pass. Russia and China will nuke us. I don't know the outcome of the election. I know if it weren't for God, uh, Hillary's a shoe-in. But again, you've got to understand, if any Christian votes for that woman, knowing how what she's done, the lies, the complicity, Benghazi, all of the overthrows, selling, ladies and gentlemen, selling out her country to the highest bidder, giving technology that's top secret, selling uranium mines, everything that you can think. If you vote for her, you are a partaker of her sin, and you will be uh, a partaker of the judgment on the whore that rides the beast. And I'm sorry, Doug, it can't get any plainer. You know, the problem is people have yet in this generation to see that God is holy, faithful, just, and true. That we, none of us have seen God act in such a manner as Sodom, Gomorrah. We have not seen the judgment on mystery Babylon. So while everybody's fighting over, well, I just don't know. And I have a weak-willed former friend that I said to my wife tonight, because I knew it was going to come on, I said, I will never speak to him again. He's the one I told you about who said he's glad Muslims are coming to this country. It'll give him a better chance to evangelize. Meanwhile, the guy's an alcoholic. Meanwhile, he's not one one person to the Lord. Meanwhile, he, he, he's an expert on everything. But even though he graduated from Rama, he thinks that once he graduated from Rama, that's a Bible college, he now is set. He's got to wake up. And guess what? His wife just parrots him. So, and she used to lead worship in a very big church. Well, here's the thing. We're compromised, we're co-opted, and we're in the targets. Let me make it really simple. Thank you, Jesus. If you are a Christian who believes in the inerrancy of the Word of God, believes that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, that he was crucified and rose again on the third day, if you believe that Jesus is coming back, you are already a criminal, you are already a terrorist, and believe me, the men and all of their machines, every form of database has been broached, breached, and, and, and it's all in their hands. If you believe that somehow they'll just go down to the door beyond this 
everybody who is anybody in uh, in the conservative movement, and I'm talking real conservatives, not the ones that have sold out like Paul Ryan and just about everybody in the Senate and Congress. But the point is, is that how did we get this way? It is because we have been given, we've given uh, heed to seducing spirits. The spirit, the mystery of iniquity, it's no longer a mystery, yet people will still stand on that, Doug. They'll still stand on it. Well, I believe Hillary is the lesser of two evils. Are you kidding me? You know, and, and, and so can I say something? And now I'm going to let you step into this. I have never seen such weakness in my life. I have never seen such complacency, apathy, indifference, and nonchalantness. And it's kind of like people, you know, they say you used to whistle by the graveyard, you know, the, whatever. The point is now they're all sitting under a mushroom, a giant mushroom, not realizing that giant mushroom is real. I can tell you, it's only God. It's only God. It's only God. It's only God who's holding back the thermonuclear destruction of the United States and most of East, Western Europe. Western Europe is toast based on what, uh, you know, in sub-20 minutes, okay? Sub-20 minutes. Uh, the United States, based on submarines, based on high-tech weaponry. What Ross couldn't tell you is some of the stuff they got. But I will tell you this, the Russians have been building up we have been destroying our military. Do you really think uh, you're going to go up against Spetsnaz or uh, Chinese special forces going, just a minute, sir, i got to get my lipstick. Oh, I'm sorry, my dress is too high. I'm talking about men, okay? Oh, let me take <laughs> off my high heels and get my cowboy boots or my combat boots on. Now, look, that is absolutely deplorable, and it's absurd beyond my ability to even define absurdity beyond what I just said. Yeah, you know, tell us how you really feel, Steve. No, and I and, and I, agree. I I totally agree with you. And I think we're at a a point today, folks who are listening to this, uh, Christians who are listening to this. They, by the way, Dave Dobbenmeyer wrote just a tremendous um, article today. God bless that man. And, and I believe the title of it was uh, "My Christian Friends Would Rather See Hillary as President Than Vote for Trump." And he details um, how um, his, much like you did, uh, Steve, uh, he writes out basically how how he's lost friendships, and 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 people have said, you know, enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Hillary. And, and he makes a very good intelligence. Um, argument on the facts with respect to Donald Trump. But having said that, um, we don't have it. I mean, we're out of time, Steve. We are out of time as a, as a nation, and I believe as a body of the church. I'm no expert on this. I, I'm just a, I'm just a, you know, looking investigator by profession. I, I don't, I, I'm no expert. All I, all I, but, but I do know there's a lot wrong here. And I, I, we know what Hillary is. We know her policies. We've had 30 years to identify what she has done. So I really, what troubles me the most, Steve, is how anybody can, and I've seen so many email threads, these chains with, I mean, some big Christian names. And, and a lot of our, our listeners will never see those email threads, you know, but having these people saying, well, I can't, I can't, I have to vote my conscience. Steve, what does that mean? I, I mean, I, I, but, but saying I can't vote for Trump, I have to vote my conscience. Well, it tells it, me they've got consciences that are seared, Doug. Their consciences right. are seared. I, I mean, in a in a perfect world, 
uh, where where we we would have uh, the ability to to have a third party candidate at this late hour who is uh, morally upright? I mean, morally better than any anyone anyone running. Uh, then that's different, but we are, we have to play the cards that we're, we're dealt. And, and, and to, to do this, we, we've only got two choices in this election, Trump or Hillary, really, when it comes right down to two viable choices. So any Christian to me, any Christian who says, I have to vote my conscience, and, and so I can't vote for Trump to me, is meow, saying, meow, 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 yeah, meow, 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 I'm sorry, Doug, I don't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that, that's... Is the, that is the, the battle cry of the meow men, you, you know, or, and, the, and, or the Jezebels. And, and you're right. And these are the very same people who are uh, taking uh, Romans 13 out of context. Who are taking, who are saying, well, you know, if if my home is being invaded by Muslims and my right, my wife is going to get raped, or I'd have to really pray about what I would do if I would fight back. Come on, man, are you serious? I, I mean, I, I don't want you even. Any, in my any man head. who says that. He forfeits his position as husband. He forfeits his position as man, and he most likely forfeits his life. I've told women who ha- are married to those type of men, you know, and I, I don't give you know this. I don't counsel. I don't give marriage advice. But I said you better seek God on this one because if you've got a husband that says that, it's time to basically remember this: that this is the time when, uh, when people are going to be brought to the ultimate decision point of Jesus. It has to take precedence even over the wife or the husband. I've heard wives say, but what will I do? I don't know. That's why I'm telling you to do. I'm saying seek the Lord. But nowhere in the Word of God does the Lord say that you're just to sit there and die. If that were the case, there'd be no Christian church because everybody would have sat there and died in the Colosseum or some other horrible way of death. See, where is this? You know, and I like my word, jellyfishianity. Any of you divers know, <laughs> and, and I used to dive all the time, you know, it was my passion until I blew my ears out a couple times, and that's why I can't all, can always control my voice, and I'm sorry, but tonight I am fired up. Look, I'm trying to get people to understand that God does answer his people's prayers. I am trying to tell you that multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the Lord is at hand. I don't think, Doug, and, and now, you know, uh, chime in, I mean, I don't think God could make it any plainer as to the evil, the corruption. You see, the mainstream media, 93%. i got to tell you something. I saw that number, and I said, God, those are your odds. Step in. You know? There you so go. So let's say there's a, there's a 7%... Uh, a remnant. I don't know if it's 3%, 7%. That's what remains after all this. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, get set for the biggest betrayals you've ever had. I know of which I speak. Get set for people in your family to turn against you. If you want public opinion, you know, then I'm telling you this, you fear men and not God. Because by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. There is no fear of God in this land. And the spineless, jellyfishianity serving uh, globs of uh, you know, religious quotations and sanctimonious frauds, they they will, uh, I won't use that word, thank you, Lord, they will uh, complain to you, Doug, they'll complain to me, they'll complain all over the Internet, you know. That's we're right. fake Christians, we're this, we're fear mongers, porn, fear yep. porn, whatever they say, you know. But yet, they won't stand up for Jesus. Isn't that interesting? They got it, all it, this it, time. And, yeah. And, go ahead. Yeah. 
No, you, you know, Steve, and, and thank you for saying that because, you know, people people tend to think that, oh, well, just Steve is complaining, Doug's complaining, they should just shut up, they should ignore these people. No, it, we, we are pointing out the very reason why we are in the position we're in today. The same thing, folks, the, the Christians are bitching about today. You are in part responsible for bringing us here by your inaction or your deluded uh, doctrinal uh, uh, deciphers, okay, deciphering. That's my view. Steve, hold on. We're at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we're going to be right back. Just stay right where you're at. Folks, you're listening to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Steve Quayle is our guest, stevequayle.com. Take advantage of his book offer as well as True Legends, the series, stevequayle.com. Hang with us. to the Hagman and Hagman Report, our very special guest, Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. On fire, unplugged tonight. You should hear him at 4 o'clock in the morning his time when he's talking to me, okay? I'm going to tell you something. This man has more energy than I'll ever have. Uh, but Steve Quayle is stevequayle.com. God bless you, my friend. Uh, take advantage of his book special as well as True Legends of the Series. Steve, I didn't mean to... Um, I, I, I just want to make sure that, that people know that you are... You, every day that we, you and I speak, man, you are... You're nonstop. I mean, thank you for being nonstop. Thank you for being in the fight. Well, you know, Doug, here's the thing. I take the word of the Lord seriously. You know, you're you're too kind to me. I, I feel like if it weren't up for the prayers of the intercessors praying for me, God bless you, Susan. God bless you, Romy. God bless every single one of you, Bieta. Those of you who, who pray for me, you know, I mean, there are times when uh, I'm up and Romy's up and I'm saying, look, I just, you know, I got this and I bless her in Jesus' name, you know. I, I, I always find it fascinating that the intercessors get the least amount of respect. They're held in contempt. They have to fight everything around them and I, you know, I got to tell you something. The ones that have locked themselves away with Jesus and absolutely have stepped out of the public eye and have, you know, I, I love it. There was a book called Out Back with Jesus. I'm telling you what, and those are the ones that got God's ear. So I thank them all. You know, uh, former Bruce York's fellowship, and and I don't know all the people that pray for me. I can't possibly thank you all. But let me share this. Every time you send me an email, it gives me a little. Uh, bigger juice of energy. I've been so tired at times, Doug, and I'm not crying my beer. I don't drink beer. Uh, the bottom line is that I've literally passed out on my feet, okay? Now, when you do that and you're trying to walk around in the daytime, you go down hard on your knees on pavement. It's not a good thing, okay? I've been so sleep depraved that one time I was riding around with Gary Haven on one of his, uh, uh, like, uh, oh, ATVs, and I just nodded off. If he hadn't grabbed me, I would have fallen off the ATV. That's how tired I get. But look, here Here's the thing. I am not complaining. I'm just saying this. Thank you. Thank each and every one of you who's ever prayed for me. Thank e I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. People say, how come you're not dead? If you were telling truth, you'd be dead. I said, that's absolutely true, except for one thing. God. 
they say, well, what do you mean, God? And I say this to non-believers. Obviously, I, I guess I hang around too many skeptics, you know. And then they're the ones that say, I can't wait until you're dead. I said, well, then you better show the same enthusiasm for when you die, because I know where I'm going, do you? Look, we're running out of time. You know, very soon, the mystery of time will be no more. And all of us, all we're left with, any of us, is what have we done? And what have we done for anyone else? Probably nothing. Most people, and I'd say this, when you hear those people out there criticizing and slamming Doug and I, and, and hear, ask them just a simple question. What have you ever done? Or how many people have you won to Jesus? Or how many times have you stood up in, for Jesus when it was uncomfortable or politically incorrect? And then they'll quote to you, it's not of works as any man should boast. Oh, but it is. It is works come as a result of faith and not to initiate favor with God. But there's called the fruit of faith. And I've got to tell you something. Man, we're dealing with sour grapes. We're dealing with rotten pineapples. We're dealing with people, I think, that uh, uh, live in pumpkin land. And yet they always have an opinion. And they always basically will do anything to denigrate except speak up for Jesus. See, speak up for Jesus. And you can say whatever you want. But don't say that you're speaking up for Jesus when you won't even spine up, man up, and uh, ball up. I have a new statement, too, okay? What I love about Texas, God bless those of you in the state of Texas, I, I actually coined this term for Gary Haven. If this is offensive to you, then get off it, okay? Get over it. But I said, those are titanium testicles, Texas size. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to start calling Gary T3. When he goes down to Haiti, you know, and I'm sure someone's offended. Oh, goodness, you know. Uh, by the way, uh, Steve, by, by the way, uh, we are going to publish uh, Steve Quayle's Lexicon of Quayleisms uh, very shortly. Uh, it's it's going to be a bestseller. i got to tell you. Go well, ahead, Steve. Well, just make sure you have that newest one because Gary, uh, you know, addresses the camera. Alex and his film crew down there. Joe Biggs and the film crew guys are, are moving bodies. They're, like, moving food. They're moving people, you know. And Gary's flying in. Look, Gary is one heck of a pilot, and I'll use that word. And, you know, but even that, it gets tough to land an airplane in, a, in basically goat trails, you know. And, I mean, his skills were given to him, I believe, by the Lord for such a time as this. Some people said, and some of them been so uh, racially slurring, Gary. What do you care about a bunch of fill-in-the-blank, you know? They're no good to society, yet I see him holding a little baby. I see him rushing that baby to a hospital. I see the people coming out being fed. Jesus said this, you hypocritical bunch of slime out there that knock everything that anybody does for Jesus. He said, inasmuch as you did it unto the least of one of these, you did it unto me. Okay? So I got news for you. When I see that, and when I hear the testimonies, and pretty soon I'll put up a link, uh, uh, Diane, his wife, is going to send me the photos, and I'll bring Gary on, Lord willing, you know, I mean, the guy has been going nonstop 21 days, back and forth to Florida, picking up, you know, tons and tons of food, and handing it out, and yet taking time to hand out the toys to the little girls and boys. They have
have nothing. They've been robbed of everything. And here's a guy who God has blessed. You know, he's a billionaire, but he's out there doing it. And people send me emails all the time. Where can I get money? Give money to where it really works. I'm telling you this. This isn't BS. This is not Bravo Sierra. This is not uh, uh, bovine laundry. You'll have to think about that one. The point being is, is that we're seeing now, you know, faith in action. And God is going to do something. God's going to raise up and rise up. And those of you who think you've been on the back burner, i got to say this now, Doug. Those of you who God's made promises to for 40 years ago, maybe even 50 years ago, your day will come very soon. Because God is not... God doesn't forget, okay? You know, the good thing about God is he doesn't have Alzheimer's, you know? Number one, he created everything, and number two, he doesn't eat GMO food, you know? Uh, You know, manna, I got news for you, doesn't have glyphosate in it. So the thing that I'm saying to everyone is, is this is your time. And I'll tell you the same thing. Gideon was taken down to 300 men, and God wouldn't allow more men to come to Gideon's aid and when they were at war uh, because he wanted, he wanted people to see, you can't do it, it was me. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm saying tonight, what Doug's saying tonight, we're telling you all, we can't do it, but God can do it through us. There is no place in the entire Old Testament that I know or in the history of the world where God's victory was was not necessary for his people, you know? And, and I'm Absolutely. telling you this. Yeah, go no, ahead, go, Doug. Go on. Well, no, I, uh, you know, just so we don't run out of time here, Steve, um, uh, I just want to mention this. Uh, Huffington Post is out uh, with, a, with a headline that Donald Trump stands a real chance of being the biggest loser in modern elections. Um, this by Natalie Jackson. We're getting, we're getting brainwashed here by the media. You nailed it before with your assessment of the media. I mean, they're all in the tank. WikiLeaks has shown that they're all in the tank for Hillary Clinton. I guess my, my question to you is, as Christians, aside from standing up and then we, we need to stand in the gap we need to have our we need to have skin in the game do you feel steve and i'm getting a, a, just a slew of emails at, wanting me to ask you this question how do you sure. feel steve how, how do you feel the the elections are going to turn out do you think that trump will win the popular but lose the electoral um or, or what combination of facts do you i don't want to say predict but do you foresee taking place in the election. Well, right now, we're being told by George Soros, who put 28 you know, uh, companies in 28 states voting machines, and remember this, Doug, it's not who casts a vote that counts, it's who counts a vote that counts. If I were the Trump commission or the Trump team, or someone who's got Donald Trump's ears, I would immediately go into each of those federal court and block the positioning of those based on RICO and based on vote tampering, which is a felony. I would immediately do that. I would immediately do that. I'm pounding my desk so hard, it looks like my finger's going through the, I don't know, two-inch slap. But the point is, Doug, is that how I feel it? I feel it's up to the people of God right now. I believe the people of God are the ones who are casting the final vote in heaven as to God saying, I'm going to give them a reprieve. Now, let me share this with you. Nothing I have said will change my mind on the fact that God is going to allow China and Russia to nuke us. I don't know when. 
But I will tell you this, that when, when Margaret Thatcher was, uh, you know, the Prime Minister of England, and when she got along with Gorbachev, and uh, Reagan got along with Gorbachev, and the Berlin Wall came down, the tension between Russia and the United States pretty much evaporated. You've got to ask yourself the question, ladies and gentlemen, do you want World War III? Do you understand? Go to Zechariah 14.12 if you think World War III is just basically a walk in the park. Doug, I believe this. I believe if I could draw a cartoon, if somebody wants to do it, I'll put it up on my website. I believe you'll see like a pedestal, like soundstage or TV um, uh, studio. And, and the, the newscasters will be absolutely disheveled. All of, uh, let's say, New York City skyline is destroyed. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll um, basically, they'll show the cords that go into the cameras and everything just dangly in midair amidst, uh, amidst a total uh, ruinous rubble. And they'll be talking amongst themselves. And, and one will say dumbassedly to the other dumbassedly, uh, vomit broker, gee, what do you think this will do to our ratings? It's insanity, I, I, my brother. Did you get it? You know, there are no words. I mean, yeah. Go on, yeah. Okay, okay, well, look, here's what I say. I'm not trying to be evasive. I am only trying to answer it specifically. At this point... I believe if Donald Trump, okay, is backed up in prayer. Now, you understand there are people canceling out what I'm saying. But I w what was the name of that woman that wrote that article in the Huffington uh, Post? Uh, Natalie Jackson. She's the senior, okay. whatever this means, senior poll editor. I didn't even know okay, there was such something? a thing. That's basically the single uh, BS thrower, okay? And the Lord God of heaven bring every single one of those lying tongues. You know what God thinks of lying tongues? I pray that God, before this is done, I don't know how he's going to do it, but I pray and release in Jesus' name that every one of these lying devils is going to be exposed to mainstream media. I claim in Jesus' name that people like that woman and others are going to absolutely choke on the vomit they expect us to swallow. Let exactly. their own vomit return to their throats, and may they absolutely choke on it, because the American people are fed up. And I'm hoping, now I want to tell everybody something, I don't believe in any way, shape, or form there is a, a physical solution to a spiritual problem. However, I believe in the God of heaven, who still answers the prayer and intercession of his people. I believe that prayer does change things and change hearts. But I will tell you this, that, again, I'm saying this. This is where I'm coming from. You make your own decision before the Lord. But, again, the Lord spoke to me this morning. And, I, look, I hate to say God said, but people say, oh, he thinks he's special. No. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the biggest sinner in the world. I am absolutely a rag muffin covered with the blood of Jesus. I don't even deserve that wonderful gift of salvation. I am the least uh, likely. It's not self-deprecation, but it's true. I know what I was. I know who Jesus is, and I thank God I'm not what I was. I have one critic say, you're a very small man. Yeah, because I stay small in my own eyes, you know? And it's interesting that to me, to me, we are seeing now the lines being drawn in the sand. Ladies and gentlemen, most of you that are still saying, well, I can't really vote for Donald Trump in clear conscience. At the last Trump of God, his name is unusual, you know? Obviously, the Clinton uh, name is not unusual. It's known every uh, nefarious uh, dark spot on the planet. And look, everybody's taking advantage of it. I remember, Doug, I made a statement. Rape 
pillage and plunder, the United States as you've known it has gone under. Yes, I right. basically used to say it differently. I used to say rape, pillage, and plunder, the United States is going under. I don't say that anymore. Rape, pillage, and plundered, the United States has gone under. Now, does God give us a breathing space? I, but I'm looking to Jesus, okay? I want, I want to make this clear. Right. I'm, I'm like a caged lion. I am not a fun person to be around in my immediate presence, okay? Because I get what I call absolutely uh, incredulous at what I would call, uh, you know, the spawn of, uh, or the dawn of the spawn of denialists, okay? I said, look, go watch The Time Machine by, you know, H.G. Wells. Go watch and you'll learn about two people, the Eloi, which are raised for food for the Morlocks. The Morlocks are, are, are basically monsters that raise people for food. I said, now, look at the globalists. They're the Morlocks. You're the Eloi. You're allowed to toil. And the middle class is wiped out. You know why Donald Trump is hitting a nerve? Because he's telling the truth. You may not like his, his uh, uh, macho uh, uh, sexual statements. He needs to repent of those. I'm not cutting the guy any slack, and I think he has apologized. But you remember this? You're dealing with someone who talks about a lot of stuff. Then you're dealing with someone who basically is guilty of m- uh, uh, multiple cases of rape, even more pronounced than Bill Cosby. Cosby, at least, uh, uh, you know, is reported reported to have... Have, uh, drugged his victims. This guy just throws them down and takes his pants off. Or as Paula Jones said, he's got a real issue with uh, wanting his private parts embraced. Kiss it. Ladies and Kiss gentlemen, it. this is disgusting. This Absolutely. is disgusting. And Democrats, and I won't even say what Madonna said, is too foul. But yep. you're, you're seeing the abominable filth that God said, you want filth? Okay, I'll give you filth. And meanwhile, you got Dave Dobbenmeyer, God bless you, brother, out there basically standing against the abortionists. you got people, and he's writing, and by the way, I loved what he wrote today. I Absolutely. even responded to it, but it was too blunt, so I can't read it on the air, in favor of what Dave said. And, you know, here's the deal. We have to man up and stand up, and women need men, strong men to lead them. Unfortunately, Doug, that's not the case. And I want to say something to all the pukes in the pulpit, okay? Uh, I, I was in the shower, and I, I just got a, an image, okay? People go into non-believing, Jesus-rejecting, Bible-mocking uh, uh, buildings, and they're like, uh, they're like a dumb sheep walking into a wolf pack, okay? And I live in Montana. I go down into the park so many times by the grace of God. I'm down there in cars or in helicopters, and if any of you ever watch a wolf pack hunt, you can see it, go look at it on YouTube, you'll see it. But it isn't a nice thing, yet people submit themselves. And I want to say this, quit whining, believe God, find a church. How do I find a church? Be simple. Go on YouTube or go on uh, whatever your browser is, start page or whatever, and type in uh, deliverance-believing church or, or, or Bible-believing church or end times prophecy, and then call the pastor and ask him, just as simple things. Do you believe Jesus? Ask him this. Do you cast out demons by the finger of God? I'll tell you this. Where a church practices deliverance, there's going to be freedom. Now, there's wacky ones, too. But pray and ask the Lord. He's a good shepherd. He's the one that said, my sheep hear my voice, and another voice will they not obey. 
You know, I'm tired okay. of it. I'm tired. Looking, I don't know if I got one day left, one week left, or one month left. Okay, I don't know that. I know this. I don't know what life holds for me, but I know that God holds my life. Okay, and He does every single person out there that will pray. And I'm telling you, seek the Lord while He may be found. You know, can you imagine, brethren, when there is no internet, when there is no phone, when you're being hunted, when you're being sought after, when people that used to be middle class who are no longer, they can't even feed themselves. And I want to say this, please, if you think I'm kidding, go read the book, okay? Savage Continent. It, it will break your heart what the women in Europe had to do just to feed themselves, just to get a C ration, a K ration, or a candy bar, you know? I mean, it, right. it was it was this. It was prostitution by necessity. And then you've got basically... You know, uh, famous actresses. Now, what 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 people don't understand is that sex is a very powerful force. Okay, it is an actual creative force that God gave to Adam and Eve to procreate. But the devil knows the power, and therefore he perverts the power in order to hold people in bondage. And that right. is absolutely what people aren't getting. Look, I, I won't even talk about that realm because God saved me out of that realm, okay? And trust me, I had a period of backsliding. I know what it's like to go swim with the pigs, you know, and the thing if you're going to swim with the pigs, the last thing you want to do is put your face in pig slop, okay? So, and, and, and there's no hidden meaning to that. It means that God redeemed, because it goes back to this parable. If you guys are, are, are the prodigal son, then the prodigal daughter come back to Jesus Doug I have seen a miraculous thing I'm getting emails from people all over the world they're getting set free of heroin I'm getting emails from prostitutes and I say to them God bless you for turning away from that sin and embracing Jesus and in case anybody gets snooty about me saying that uh, hello Rahab hello Mary Magdalene hello 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 you see that's what I love the vilest offender that's me he, he, he can truly set free. So quit drowning. Quit sucking snot. Religious cliches. Get on your face with Jesus and cry out for the sin that is destroying these little babies. God, I hate it. And, and I, I broke down today at my computer. It's God. I can't stop this stuff. I'm wasting people's time. Lord, I feel so, so, and I do. I feel like, God, I have failed you 25 years on talk radio, and what difference have I made? Now, I know, I know there are people that have been one to the Lord. I'm not criticizing any of God's workmanship or salvation. But, Doug, we, we have let this thing happen. Could I have stopped it individually? Who knows? Maybe if I was, you know, more like a Tilla the Hun or something, yeah, in a good sense, but no. But here's the thing. But we collectively, as God's people, interceding, joining our, our voices and our hearts, saying, God, stop it. You've got to stop it. You see, I think we get our eyes on ourselves, and I was there today. I can't That's stop right. it, okay? I can't stop it. Jesus didn't call me to bear the sin of the world. God put it on him. But I can say, Lord, thank you for bearing this in the world. And now, Lord, I ask that you arise and your enemies be scattered. How much time do we have? Steve, we, we've got about six minutes left. But I, I, I want to interject something here because you struck on something. You know, you, you've been doing this for almost three decades. Uh, you've been in the trenches. And, and the question, at the, at the and I heard you ask this question, or at least, well, this morning when we spoke, and and uh, you know, I, I I can't even, folks, I cannot convey to you 
the passion behind Steve Quayle. This is not talking about Steve Quayle for the sake of just talking about it, but the the feelings that we and and not just Steve, but others collectively have, individually have about the task the task that we're doing. Are we making a difference? Is is anyone listening? You know, is this thing on? Uh and sometimes you just feel like it's all for naught, especially Steve, when you've got um uh Christians who we have you and I have had fellowship with just delude people. Delu uh, de- they're delusional but but by by uh, they're deceitful. In, in, in saying, look, we, um, I, I can't consciously uh, vote for Trump or, or even advocate doing that. So where does that leave us? The path to destruction. Steve, we can't even agree. I mean, we, the, 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 our brethren, we're losing our brethren. You know, help me out here, man. I just I don't understand this. Well, Doug, can I tell you something? I'll give you Joy Dawson was a wonderful lady teacher. She said, you cannot figure out sin because it's insane, okay? And my wife says, you can't argue with crazy, okay? Uh, True. And fortunately, she doesn't have to deal with my emails. But the point is, is that, and I had to answer one guy, answer not a fool lest you become one, you know? And, and I get it. I get that the scriptures will be fulfilled. And I'm going to say this. I in no way ever believe that there is anything man will do to prevent the word of God coming to pass. But I know history. There are times in Israel's history. There are times in believers' histories where there are timeouts. Even a football game is only supposed to run, what, an hour? But sometimes they go into overtime. God is the creator of time. He is the judge of the whole earth. He knows what he's doing. He's faithful, just, holy, and true. That means there is no bending in him. There is no, you know, you don't have to worry about, well, gee, well, he changed his mind today because it's me versus Joe. Quit comparing yourself to anyone and look to Jesus. I like what Dr. Paul Hagstrom said. He said, Lord, what is a perfect man? And God said, Jesus, that's why I want you to conform to his image. There's your answer, you know. How does God do what he does? I don't know. And I don't care. It's God. As long as we call upon the name of the Lord, we will be saved. And I want to share this, Doug. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to stand with Doug and Joe Hagman. They, they took a big step, you know. And look, you got to give your money someplace. If those of you believe in tithe, and you say, tithing is in the Old Testament. No, it's not. The book of Hebrews says that Jesus lives to ever receive tithes. And I'm not saying it's an Old Testament, but it's a principle. Give and it shall be given unto you. Gary Haven's going uh, to reap a, a tremendous blessing. He's not looking for the blessing, but he's sowing. He who lends to the, uh, he who gives to the poor lends to the Lord, and the Lord will repay. So I'm telling you this: if you, if some of you want to, uh, basically, really uh, go into the trenches and, and literally feed starving mouths, so that you, you, you'll never hear that said. I'm afraid. You know what the thing scares me the most, Doug? I'm afraid at how few people who now are busting our chops. I came up a little bit on the anatomy, <laughs> are going to basically, what they're going to say and what they're going to find when they say they stand before Jesus with their arrogance, with their religious spirit, and he says, depart from me, I never knew you, ye who work lawlessness, a 
a vote for lawlessness is a partaker of the judgment that comes against it. Blessings to everyone tonight. I pray for you. I thank you from the depths of my heart for your prayers for me. And that's why, to my cynic chagrin and all those in professionally high places who hate me, that's why I'm alive. It's because of the goodness of God and the faithfulness of the intercessors. I bless you, Doug. I bless you, Joe. I thank you for your radio program. And ladies and gentlemen, my prayers always are you'll be at the right place at the right time, never the wrong place at the wrong time, and God will show himself to be the all-sufficient one for everyone who will take this word by faith over this broadcast tonight. Good night, Doug. Good night, Steve. Thank you so very much for being on our program. God bless you. You know what, folks? You just heard a, a very impassioned, a very passionate Steve Quayle. And, and I'm going to turn this over to Joe here in, in 40 seconds. I just, I, I just want to tell you, um, we have, both of us have been up since, uh, I don't know, four o'clock, uh, our respective times talking. And, and we've talked more today, I think, than we've had, uh, we've talked in uh, all year. And the reason I bring this up is because we both know, and I think that you know now, folks, this is crunch time, and it's up to us. Our actions are up to us. I mean, the results are up to God, but what we do next is up to us. Pray about it. Follow, you know, uh, follow your, uh, follow God, but uh, understand how serious this is. That's that's all I've got to say, Joe. Well, it was a, a fantastic show, and uh, a lot was said tonight, and. Um, I don't know that I have much more to add. You know, what, what, a lot of what Steve said was true. We are in a, uh, very tumultuous time. It's only going to get worse in the few days that we have left before the election. And then after that, it, um, you know, who knows where we go from here. But we just got to keep plugging away. We got to keep praying. We have to keep reading our Bibles and we have to keep ourselves on the straight and narrow path. We do. Um, otherwise, you know, um, and, and, you what know, are we doing? What, what, uh, I just want to quickly say this. I, I said I wasn't going to say anything, but, but Gary Haven, what, what Gary Haven is doing, what I know Gary Haven is doing, I mean, um, helping the people of Haiti. Joe, uh, the State Department, or the United States through USAID, built two soccer stadiums and a police station in Haiti after the earthquake at, at an exorbitant cost. Gary Haven's using his own money, has done, built more homes, uh, supplied more food than, than I believe than USAID has to the people of Haiti. That's just one example, but there was a guy who, uh, uncovered the fraud at AIG and, uh, AIG. GE, or I think. Through AJ, right. I'm not sure about the two, but he looked into the Clinton Foundation. He said over a hundred billion dollars is missing yeah. from the uh, few relief funds, the Haiti Earthquake Relief Fund, the Baton Rouge Flood uh, Foundation fl- uh, funding that they were given. So everybody who donated money, you know, five dollars, ten dollars through text messages, was funneled through the Clinton Foundation and stolen, and nothing was built. That's in okay, Haiti. though. That's okay. Go ahead, cast your vote for Hillary, Diane Rodham, the witch, the yak, Clinton. Folks, thank you so much for being part of our lives. And thanks for allowing us into your living rooms, cars, boats, whatever. God bless. Have a great night. night. Uh, Good night.